Welcome to the Boys High School Hockey Podcast. I'm Tony Scott. Tonight we got a big show for you. We're going to talk about last week's news. We have a Minneapolis-based show this week with Joe Dietzik, Minneapolis head coach. And we'll talk a little bit about his past playing in, now playing in Minneapolis and coaching there. We'll talk about games of the past. Junior Harper Bentz from Moorhead will join us as well. He'll join us for picks. It's a splendid endeavor. Hope you enjoy it. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Splendid. Splendid, Splendid and Dipper. Splendid. Are you a British aristocrat or something? Yeah. <laughs> when I use British. big words, I get made fun of. When it's Carl uses them, it's okay. Fan fiction. <laughs> it's okay when Carl uses words, but I can't. He went to people. A, people expect big words out of me. Yeah, me. He went you to an to elite to private private school. school. So yeah. did you? Yeah. Just a public school guy. <laughs> All I am is public. Okay, well, representing some public today. I am. Look yeah. at that. A lot of public right there. Thank the Minneapolis you. Pride. Thank you, Danny, for the gift. Very apropos. Very. <laughs> yes. For this show. Yes. You don't have... collect jerseys, so I had to get you something I collect else. quarter zips. Yes. With patches on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Cool. Um, I thought we had a fun interview with... Coach Dietzik this morning. He, he, good stories. Danny comes down to Rochester, hour and a half down, wow. hour and a half back to do the interview with That's Joe. That is hats off to you, uh, Mr. Ryan, for that. Brought the equipment down and everything. He was a soldier. It was, it was worth it. That was a really good interview. It was, it was. really fun to learn about him. We'll come up with him in the next segment on here. But before we get to Coach Dietzik, we got to drop the top tens. And we got to drop some news. Mr. Carl, I'm going to hand the baton off to you. Sure. So I've got a couple things on the news list this week. First off, we'll start with uh, the U.S. Olympic team had 15 uh, players named to its roster this past week. Uh, and that list of 15 includes three who played Minnesota high school hockey. Those are Noah Cates of Stillwater, Ben Myers, Delano, and Aaron Ness of Roseau. All played in the state tournament, too. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And from... Different eras, also. <laughs> yeah, all uh, well. Ben and Noah are same. Class. Yeah, they were about the same. But, yeah. yeah. Well, well you yeah. know they're not going to win gold unless they find some kid from War Road to go on it. True that. Yeah. Right there. Right there. I like it. So, all yeah, right. we're kind of in a lull, a lull aren't we? Because you know Oshie and uh, Nelson are in yeah. the NHL, and then yes, yeah, we you are. Need like a Kobe be... Roth or a, yeah. yeah. It Can Jerry Bethune come, you know, over? But he's Canadian. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he played. I I did an interview with our native project up there. I interviewed Jerry Bethune for two hours. Really? Nicest hmm. kid on the planet. He's going to law school right now. Oh, cool. Really? Done with hockey. Yeah, he's, he's finished his degree, and he's going to go to law school. And Good for him. Yeah, he's a <laughs> super nice kid. You know what? He didn't even know he was native until, like, really? literally – uh, he discovered it like midway through. It was a connection through his parents, you know, his, his grandma oh. or something like that. Oh, it's a fascinating interview. 
Really nice kid. Really okay. nice this kid. This is how we really find elite prospect rabbit holes. Yes. <laughs> if you want to know for our sure life. rabbit hole. Absolute <laughs> rabbit hole. Uh, okay, Carl. So, gone down the hole. Now we'll come up the hole, and we're going to appear in Blaine. Ooh. We have some news this week. Okay. Really? The Zamboni, which had been on the loose, freed from its tether, has been brought back on its leash. Really? It's <laughs> how do you know belong. this? Because Blaine's Twitter told me. What, what do they just come out and say? Yeah, yes, we have yeah, a tether yes, back. Yeah, yes, yeah. And they, yes, they, and they do. They, Out they, the blue. Did they tag they you? It. Yeah, they yep. they tweeted specifically only at Carl, Stop. even though he didn't make the yeah. joke. But I'm not bitter. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I gotta see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I gotta we'll, see that. Yeah, we'll, we'll point that out to you. We're glad, we're happy for the Zamboni, happy it's home safe, and happy it's not terrorizing the people of Blaine anymore. Can you maybe just send me a screenshot of that during the show and I can get a good yeah. chuckle out of it? I'd appreciate that. I, I I'll do that. I'll do that when we do something else here. Yes. Instead of laundry or dishes. I, 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 I did that just before this segment started. <laughs> or, we, have, we have 40 minutes till the dryer. Your garage might need some sweeping, you know. It, it really does. There's a lot of growth, you know, stuff off know. the tires in there. It's that time yeah. of year. Yeah. Oops. All right. What else we got on the news front? Um, so a team that you know, some people may have thought might do well in Class A earlier this season and has had some questionable scores that we might hear a little bit. Well, we got a reason for that. Northern Lakes, we heard uh, several defensemen have left midseason for AAA hockey. Wow. Yeah. And they were, a, they were one of those teams that was teetering on another return mm-hmm. to the state tournament. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. So unfortunate for for the lightning there. Um, but so let's get some some more fun news uh, down in Coon Rapids, where uh, un- under a variety of circumstances, they were ended up with their JV backup goalie, a kid named Will Wagner, uh, was playing their game against Armstrong Cooper, and he made twenty some saves in a three to two win over Armstrong Cooper. <laughs> it's amazing he got the JV start. So he was the only mm-hmm. goalie in the program and had uh, three periods, and he played six periods of hockey and got his first varsity win. I mean, what a story. What a story. Yep. And then he and got his first varsity loss. <laughs> yeah, that, that, a couple then they played later. Grove. Yeah. <laughs> Your job mm-hmm. is not the wet blanket, oh, okay. Danny. That's, that's, that's Carl's job. That's okay? my job. That, know, that game was 10 to nothing. Jeez, that's awful. That's the save awful. percentage didn't really go up after that game. Oh, that's and, too bad. But one funny thing, though, Coon Rapids might end up with a decent seed in 7AA. In, they're in 7 <laughs> the now, aren't they? that thin. Yeah, yeah. The session is and, and that. The session that win over Armstrong probably be, helps. They could be about a sixth seed, you know. They could. That's their highest seed in a long time. That yeah. would be a remarkable. You know, I, I was mm-hmm. in the I was in the rink. You know, imagine that last week over in Blaine, and uh, I was at a Champlain Park Coon Rapids game, and there's a dad I recognized the last name, and I went over just kind of talking him up a little bit. And he's like, "Yeah, our sophomore class is really strong. Those kids all stayed together and went through." And he goes, "We could be really good if we had the Carl's brother." He started listing off all these other kids who mm-hmm. had left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese Shaw's a Coon Rapids kid. He's at Gentry. Okay. Um, and like, yeah, they'd be even better. And and when they were squirts four or five years ago, they were, were decent. You know, they were competitive. Yeah. And you know, just it's fun to see. It would be really yeah. fun. It's one. It's fun to see those inner ring type suburbs, the Rosevilles, and you know those types of programs Richfield having some, thing, yeah, having yeah. some success again. People yeah. are moving back. St. Louis Rogers. Park. St. Louis Park. Exactly. So. And and if they're young, you know, you look at seven double A next year. <laughs> 
for uh, Andover? How about, a, how, about a, how about a section win for Coon Rapids? That would be like they, really they could be special. at Amsoil next year. Oh, that's weird. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a weird. It's at least possible. That would be amazing. I'd want to see mm-hmm. that. I'd want to see that. Yeah. I would put up a Coon Rapids jersey. How about? Oh wow, their their jersey in the Solid. Jersey Project was phenomenal. Well, the CR Ooh, is a something good... Something about the District 10 Northwest Suburban. Yeah. They, like We talk about Anoka's jersey on here. It seems yeah. about every yeah. other week. They're sweet. Elk, when they do ER on their jerseys, are really good. Elk needs to go back to a black ER, two red stripes on their arm, and red numbers with white No angry line. elk. Yeah. No do angry you know the, elk. Do you know the St. Cloud no. State red jersey what has the little st- the mm-hmm. St. Cloud State the red yeah that's what the yeah, Elks are rocking at youth right now but instead oh. of St. Cloud State it says Elk it's really solid yeah that's that's, that's a good yep. second jersey really I, solid yeah I really liked it really liked it okay all right what do we got uh one injury nugget here Ryan Coring of Eden Prairie is on the shelf yep so mm-hmm. Colorado College commit yep could be yep. two to three weeks maybe something mm-hmm. like that yep uh, we'll no, get to no. we'll get to Eden Prairie Horrible. here in a minute. They're a roller coaster would be a word. Roller like coaster. <laughs> What's that? Roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> if I could sing, I would do it, but I'm not going to do that yeah. for you guys. Um, yeah, we're we're not really going to do a, a who has COVID this week because it's kind of like just the up here state and there. has <laughs> COVID. <laughs> but it's, we're not at a point where it's shutting many teams down completely, or at least not for a long period. You might lose a game. It's, it's kind of just in flux. It's strange. I, I think yeah. this next two weeks are going to be weird because Minneapolis is going remote. Did you guys hear that? They're going remote next week, starting on mm-hmm. Monday, because of busing issues. Yep. They can't mm-hmm. get enough drivers. I, I think we're going to start to see some weird trickle-down effects on this. I think we will, too. Uh, I, I think there's you know a constant scare right now with with covid but there's also the remnants and i'm not getting too political here there's still remnants of hey when we were remote and when we were locked down all the different you know the side things that yeah. can come from it suicide mm-hmm. depression yeah. and especially right now and the, the november 15th to the january 15th parts of december this is the dark days we gotta be out seeing people playing games yeah cross country skiing yeah outdoor we gotta get out and do things we can't lock ourselves down this time of year it's yeah. really hard yeah minneapolis and st paul remember our mass mandates right now parade was mask uh, required uh, i just left weekend. a rink that was mass required so, so it, it's it's worth noting that some of the stuff might come back into play can i go on my little mask required rant this is not political it's just a, okay. it's a more of a common sense go rant for here. it and it is if you have mask required in your building enforce or, it en- enforce it and and pay yeah. s- several staff members of your public schools or of your school to enforce it if not don't don't, don't do say it. it. It's just literally we're in Rochester and it's like there is nobody there to enforce it. It says mass required and they have like one little mass dangling from a little peg. I'm like, <laughs> do you need one? It's weak. right here. You know, I mean, here oh, and then yeah. I'm walking around with a mask, you know, down to my mouth and sometimes, you know, like nobody's wearing them. It's just it's it's they're, a they're silly. And and I'm I'm a little bit more right of you, Carl. What's your take on that? You know, I mean just because I want to be balanced, you know, I want to keep this balanced. You say it every I mean, week. Like, <laughs> what do you think, Carl? 
I haven't worn a mask in public in a long time. So really, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm balancing you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate that. All right. Well, I think I have to wear a mask the most because I have to wear one in the office. Yeah. I do. do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Enough of mask talk. Let's go back to hockey talk. Yeah. We have a, a decent game this week. Bum, bum, we bum. do. We do. So we uh, we were talking about this later, but um, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably one of the purest one-twos that we have seen in quite some time. Well, I think the Lakeville South Maple Grove game was pretty darn good last year. That was good, but was that one-two? Uh, if it wasn't, it was... It wasn't consensus. Yes. I, I would say consensus across... Everybody that you see putting out rankings, yep. this is we'll one get to that two. in a minute. But this is one two, which we haven't seen. I don't think since he died in Lakeville North. Uh, well, Eden, I feel like Eden Prairie, every year Eden Prairie versus Benilde in six fifteen sixteen was was one two, and that was consensus. Played on yeah. that Friday night over at Sands yeah. Park. Yeah, I was there. I, mean, I think I think almost every year we end up with some one versus two at some point, but th- th- but this is on a different level of some of these other ones. I think Often so those too. ones and twos are rotating. Like these have been one and two since basically since week one, June. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we knew they were going to be you know one and two. Probably you probably could have said this three years ago. And then when, then when yeah. September we found out Damon was coming back mm-hmm. to World, it even made it stronger. And we knew yeah. that Zam was going to be returning from Chicago. Like we knew these were going to be two really tough teams in the state. Yeah, and it's proved that. Yeah. And this game is going to live up to the hype. I it just is. I would strongly recommend watching this in any form possible. Yep. All right. What else we got, Carl? I know there's one nugget coming up here. I'm ready for it. There is. That's all my list. It's on your list. Well, I'm going to bring it up. Uh, there is a, <laughs> yeah, uh, there is a we, we have our rankings coming up here in a minute. And I know a lot of the listeners oh, on our oh, show love one, our rankings. One. And we and we go through our rankings. We explain our class A. And Carl does a great job. I don't pump your tires enough, Carl. How a great job you do on your rankings uh, on, the, Thank you, on the forum. And, and we share them on our site. And it, we work really well together on both our A's and double A's here on the show. And I think we put a lot into it, and, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot that goes into it. And let's play hockey. I'm going to say it. Is the holder, they're the current holder of what most people consider the gold standard of rankings. We kind of joke about it every once in a while. We see a Greenway on there, and we knew Greenway wasn't very good. And we, you and know, it's someone's opinions, out. some p- opinions. I'm okay. Your opinion is great. But now we are, I really want to get to the bottom of, what makes out a let's play hockey ranking because it looks like it's kind of a coach's poll of some sort or mm-hmm. it's not very good and 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 everybody kind of knows it's not very good but it's just rankings and it's all subjective right yeah but now when you get park cottage grove listed it was a double a team has always been a double a team listed in the a rankings that's a red flag that the rankings are flawed carl that's bad right yeah yeah, they were in there at number 19, and this isn't the first time this happened this year either. Tatino got votes a couple weeks yeah. ago. We mentioned that too. So They're getting votes from their from their, their system is broken is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
And I know we have a we get a thousand plus listeners every week, and I'm pretty sure that they consider it. But when they think when you think of rankings, when teams are ranked, they use that ranking. Uh, Jeff mm-hmm. Papis, our broadcaster, has done every game of ours this year. Started to cite Let's Play Aki's rankings, and I finally had to stop him and say, "Hey, Jeff." I'm not being a jerk about this, but you need to cite our rankings when you're doing games on our website. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. And then he goes, then I went and looked at the differences. Yours are so much more accurate. His exact words. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. So now he uses our website as his site, obviously on our website. But, you know, he's an independent contractor, so it's not like he's, like, in the office every day. But he got it right away. Everybody gets it. When I know it's going to take us probably four or five more years to become that gold standard, but I guarantee you we will be the gold standard for the, for high school hockey rankings well, soon. We like to make fun of Carl's rankings. Yeah, it, oh, it, for sure we do. It's, it's great. You do? <laughs> but, but Carl, you don't rank dumb. You know, like, it's not, it's so, you look at those rankings and it's just, you scratch your head like, you're not who's ever putting in the time is not putting in any time other than looking at literally records right mm-hmm. right and that's that's the disappointing part is it's like yeah little falls is undefeated but are they the top team in the state no. you know type of situation right. it's like no no, no. no it's like not. we've seen little falls tony and i drove yep. up there watched them play watched them go down by five goals you know, like you—that's not a team that's you know a top three team in my no, book. That's no. not a team that's better than those. I'll get to those guys here in a little bit. Yeah. So, all right. Sorry, Carl, to jump your news. Speaking of rankings, yeah. Speaking of rankings, okay. segue. We're, time for some tradition and company rankings. Right. TCRs. TCRs. All okay. Right. We will start with double A. Double as usual. A. All okay. Right. Number I, one. Is it? Is it these guys, Carl? It's got to be his favorite. It's not. Is it Creighton? It's got to be Creighton. Cretan. Uh, yep. I figured it would be Creighton. My take on Creighton this week, Carl, I don't know if I told you this, but it, when I saw them play against Edina, they looked like a St. Thomas team in their yeah. prime. Yeah, it, you told me this. Yeah. It, it, they are, and this is cl- where we stop the video. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hear about Tommy Novak and 2013 cadets here again. No, that, that was it. That was all I had, Carl. That was, that was well done. Well done. As we clip the video, I believe I used the term in my post-game skate that I thought Cretan looked more like Edina than Edina looked yeah. on Thursday night. That sure. was my take yeah. on the game. And we'll get to Edina's foibles coming up. Yes. All yeah. right. Yeah, but Cretan just looks so fluid and solid right now. Yeah. Really, even when they lose, they look good. Ghost, who's number two? Number two. Benilt. Andover. Wow. Whoa. I'm going to Let's Play Hockey. Boo hiss. I'm going to Let's Play Hockey's ranking. Boo hiss. <laughs> Don't like that one at all. Yeah. He must they, they not have lose. seen how they won, though. Yeah, Champlin must yeah. be number three. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they beat Centennial too. They're they're on the move. I know they're under five hundred, mind you. They are under five hundred. I know. Yeah. I just they're, Carl. They're still, I just Carled Carl. They're still not in the top twenty-five. No, not in the top twenty-five. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> okay, now Benilde. 
Benilda's three. Yeah, okay. I think you're wrong. I, I think Benilda's number two. Just I, having seen just them last night. What yeah. they've done. Andover just has so many good wins. That's the issue. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, four. Another team Andover has beaten. Hill, Hill Murray. Hill. Yeah. This is where like Hill's just slow rise mm-hmm. starts to happen. Falling like, up. Yeah. up. Yep. Like, yep. oh, who'd Hill play? Huh? Two Rivers and yeah, Simley. Yeah. Simley. Yeah. Even though they were two to two Tart- with Tartan pretty late into that game. Yeah, I, I did not. Seven goals. I did not <laughs> note this score. That was two to yeah. two in the third period before they scored seven. Shut up. Yeah. Yep. I just saw thumping and yeah, yep. swiped no, it was up. Not. Yeah. It was not a thumping, so it's just really? it's worth noting. I didn't put it on my scores because it's like nine to two. <laughs> like, Danny, why the hell did you read that? Like, no, right. no. Okay. So right. number five, another team Andover has beaten Rozo. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'll say. Did six. you get? Hang on. Did you get chirped back by Rozo after they lost or something? Was there any? There was no discussion on that. It was, it was radio silence. Okay, I thought that I thought I heard something said something about. Must the, been too after cold loss. up there. All right. Yeah. Number number six is gross. This was by far the hardest spot to fill. St. <laughs> Thomas. No way. Who? Centennial. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Carl. Whoa. Carl. That kills people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you didn't even have Champlin in the top 25? No. Carl. Wow. Holy. Are you going to do us like balls. that? <laughs> How are you going to yeah. do that? It's not pretty. Okay. It's not pretty. Can we edit that, like, rankings time yeah. right there? Yeah, we're editing all that. We I know so much things, more yeah. about the game. Centennial's number six. <laughs> Well, the only thing fitting would be like if we had a centennial game live stream this week. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently enough. Immediately, they're in the top 10, the top 10 matchup on YHH. <laughs> I mean, that's the stuff where it's even grosser. Never right? before. No. One versus uh, two. You know, and come on. After they both lost the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, okay. Tell me seven. why. Tell me yeah, why. T- yeah. I know it'll make a Maple lot of Grove. Sense. Yep. It's okay. like the, the chain of the next few teams. It's just kind of how it has to be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to kick a lot of people out after last week. Wyzetta's got to go, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. S- Maple Grove might even be gone. No, Maple Grove. See, the thing is, Maple Grove 7. Mm. Oh. Okay, so yeah. this is where I think Edina's obviously after Maple Grove. Well, Edina beat them. Yeah, but it was so, so long ago. Girl, he, you yeah. can yep. use recency now, on that yeah. one. Maple Grove can't be eight. Maybe he snuck St. Thomas yep. into eight. I don't, honestly don't know. This is where I love the weeks where I have yeah. no clue. Who'd you sneak into eight? Lakeville South, who was there last week. Oh, and they didn't play or no? Their game was wiped out. It, okay. And they they played Maple Grove and lost to Maple Grove the mm-hmm. week before. So, so you're okay. following the logic okay. here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Wow. Uh, Number nine. Well, one good news. One good news. We'll pick up some Centennial fans this week. Yeah. Yeah. Go Cougs. Love it. Love it. Okay. Right. Number, number nine. nine. Morehead. Okay. And then you're going to go Edina 10. St. Yep. Thomas. Uh, or St. Thomas. No. Should have done St. Thomas. You should say Thomas. I mean, so they, they climbed up to 12 after the holiday tournament, and I don't think they've done anything to justify going higher since then. Uh, the Monomedi game is uh, bounced That's back. That's a good 
it's a decent win, but it's not a it's not a top ten win. Okay. All right. So uh, who is nine? Morehead. Morehead. Okay. Where's Rapids? Eleven. Okay. Okay. Yes, they've been for three or four weeks in a yeah. row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. Figured. And did they play anybody? They they did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the score. Don't worry. He didn't even know that. But yeah. Boy, I wish I was that smart. I couldn't be that smart. I'm sorry, Carl. They sure played someone. Did they play anyone who played on Congdon recently? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yep. maybe Glen Avon? They've, they've even got a kid who did. Who did. What's that? They've, they've even got a kid who did. Yes. Or one of those ranks. Probably. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope they're not picking kids up from Piedmont or Gary Morgan Park. Um, no, no, I was saying Rapids does. Oh, yes. Yeah, Rapids yes, does. they do. <laughs> and Hermantown's got a kid from uh, maybe uh-huh. Glen Avon or two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, who's 13? I'm just curious. Is that where you stuck Wyzetta? Yep. Okay. You put him on the shelf. Yeah. Naughty. Why is that? Now they'll yeah. go beat somebody and they'll put him right back in. Of course. Yeah. Like there's like there's like three spots that are like reserved in Carl's rankings. There's one for Wyzetta, <laughs> Creeting up top. Right? Mm-hmm. And then Hill Murray's be. always number six. Like and in number twenty six <laughs> we have Duluthies. Yes. <laughs> I, I yes. wish they were the 26th best team in the state. Okay. <laughs> well, that uh, does it. You know, I have. I know we're gonna A's. go. I know we're gonna go games of pass, but the, I have I, class I gotta, A rankings. I know, but I got a couple teams to throw at you for that probably gave you some trouble, and we'll get to this in games of the yeah. past. These are teams that probably gave you fits. Oh, Rosemount yeah. gives you fits. Minnetonka yep. gives you fits. Yeah. And maybe Eastview gives you fits too. Yep. Right. Stillwater maybe mm-hmm. as well. Stillwater. Yeah. So a lot of was easier. They're okay. just sliding up. They're, okay. they're they're first off the top fifteen now. Because okay. those are the teams when I'm looking at scores, running tournaments and stuff. I'm like, oh, my god, yeah. how in the Gentry. world? Gentry, Gentry's Gentry. another one that's yeah. starting to really throw me we'll off. We'll see what they do with Holy Angels this week in the yeah. double double with them. Yeah. All righty. Uh, okay, I'm ready for A. Are you ready for A? Yeah, I got class A. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so our top four have not changed because we don't feel that they should change. No. Okay, so Hermantown, Hermantown, War Road, Mott, Mott, and then Little Falls. Yep. Just because the quality of wins that Little Falls has produced are not at the level that Matamidi is playing. Correct. Matamidi would do the same exact thing. On that schedule, I think that Little Falls would get would do worse, and I think you did. We talk about this on the show or before the show that we think Little Falls and and uh, it was before the show we talked about Little Falls and Mankato East would make a nice consolation game. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we are Coach I'm sorry, we love you down in Mankato, but we think that you'll make it to state, maybe, and we think that you'll be playing over Mariucci. You'll get a banner. Yeah. <laughs> If you will. Yep. Um, okay, so this is where we move Delano up to five. Yep. Because they had a big, they beat a double A team. Yes, week. but that's still, that's not. A decent one. That's not big enough to pass an undefeated no. team yet, okay? Nope. Nope. And, and then Fair. this is where it got real sticky for Carl and I. Hang on, I'm going to look at last week's just as a buffer. Yeah, what here. did we do last week? So, so, six, we didn't look at so Minneapolis had to go down because they had a tie with Litchfield and a narrow in over Rockridge, right? And so they were at number five. So they're probably at six. They are. All right, because they didn't. That's not. That's it's not, not egregious, drop. but yeah. the uh, 
there's the teams the below them. Yeah, the yeah. tie is sketchy. Don't get us it wrong. Sketchy. That's sketchy. Yeah, Rockridge, whatever. But that's yeah. All right, and then Dentville got got their six to one beating as we predicted. Yeah, by mm-hmm. Hermit yeah. Towns. So do they stay the same? Uh, we dropped them. Did no. you? All right, well, who moves up? Uh, Providence, maybe. I don't know what they did. They didn't do anything to ruin them, but the team that we really jumped up was Alexandria's at number seven. Yeah, I think it's about time we give them credit. They're six right? four mm-hmm. and one, but throw out their record, they have some really good wins and competitive games. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you on and that. And they've played a tough schedule, unlike <coughs> Little Falls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they lost a Little Falls. Sort of. Sort of. But, but, but okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is That's as the, the one real game Little Falls is when played. they play again. I I want that on the pick'em because I will write it down in a sharpie that they will. If Alex they play again, I want to know who the refs are. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the same crew. The I same can one. promise you that. Josh is going to be like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, pregame meets. No, no we need new no. people. <laughs> Let's, um, so we have Alex at number seven. Providence, we've moved to eight. They're, they're 11 and two, I want to say. They're having a yeah, really yeah. good year. Um, so they stay the same. So yeah. Alex replaced mm-hmm. Denfield. Yep. All right. And Chisago goes bye bye. Yeah, they had two losses, yeah. bad losses. Detroit Lake stays in. Yes, they're at number nine. Nine, okay. And then we put Denfeld at 10. At 10, yeah. So it's kind of a little shuffle. It's shuffle. Chisago uh, uh, mm-hmm. had a terrible week. Really outside looking in right now is Cambridge Isanti. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 Would yeah. they be the Blue Jackets? They are. Yeah. They are the Blue Jackets. Okay. Oh, wow. I want to see them play. That Same would be, as that'd be cool. Chisholm is the Blue Jackets, right? Yep. yep. Uh, blue Streak. Blue Streak. Yes. Yeah, Blue Streak. Chisholm's right. the Blue Streaks. Hibbing yeah. is yeah. the, the blue, blue Jackets. jackets. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Um, all right. Is this the time where I get to ask my uh, rankings yes. question? For yes. You guys? All right. We all get to pick a team. Hopefully, you don't pick the same teams. I could probably pick a couple. Uh, we just named 20 teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of these 20 teams do you think in the rankings uh, scope is the most fragile? One that could fall out or fall really far, kind of like the Rozo of this week. Rozo well, was number one and Don't fell. cannibalize what I was going to say. I don't know. I'm just saying I'm giving you an example. Okay. They fell. Okay, let me, Sorry, let me build on Tony's yes, example here. You. <laughs> they're your fr- but they're But they can't fall too much further. Well, here's my stance on Rozo All right. is I – I liked Rozo when I saw Rozo play. Mm-hmm. You did. Okay. But my stance on them is that Rozo, if they were named Brainerd and had the same exact players, they would barely be top 15. But by the name Rozo in their name, people are like, they're the number one team in the state. Have you have you gone to Rosa Memorial? They play at the North Ring for fun. <laughs> like, like, I... I really hold strong that Rozo is ranked as highly as they are in some people's polls. Because of Neil Broughton. Because of Neil Broughton. Because of Aaron Ness. Carl, I got to hear your take on this. I agree with it 100%. Yeah. Well, I think if you look at they have a bunch of quality wins, so it's not like they're They did beat Moorhead. Um, they have yep. quality they wins, but how many people would be looking at those quality wins if they were a Bemidji. different of 
Bemidji. Yeah, right? I agree. Bemidji was 19-3-1, I think, when Chido lost in the semifinals. Yeah. And, and, like, that was the year. Quarters. And, well, no, that was the semifinals before they even made it to state. Oh, yeah. Okay? okay yeah. And they were top 20 at best. Yeah. Okay? Had they been Rozo? Yeah. But that's my stance is they play in the same conference. You know, like they're playing the same teams. Right. So if they weren't just named Rosa, where would they be? I I still think they got – I wish I had their wins in front of me. I know they beat Moorhead. They beat Moorhead. They beat Minnetonka, Minnetonka. Blake this week. I mean, they have some really good, strong qualities. They've beaten Montemidai. I had a Blake dad text me. He goes, no chance that this – Rozo's good, but no chance they're as good as some of these Metro teams. <coughs> that was his words. I was like, yeah. I mean, good take. They played it. We saw him play Andover. It was pretty even. They beat Minnetonka. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's so my that's, take. Is that your team? That's my team. But they're not. Is that your fragile team? My fragile <coughs> team. Yeah, that's. They're the most fragile uh, of them all because I think people once they see two or three losses will jump off of that bandwagon very quickly. I am still, you know, I, I'd say this to Harper Bentz later in the show if I had to. I taught any, <laughs> any of my Moorhead friends. I want Rozo so bad in the state tournament because I kind of know what's coming after looking at their squirts and their peewees and their bantams. It's 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 not super deep. I want them so badly in the state tournament. I, I even say personally, as a fan of the game, I want them in. <laughs> I just am nervous. I've seen this script so many times where they, they, they'll beat Moorhead the first game, lose, lose the second, second, and then and lose the section sections. finals. Yeah. I just see it again. It feels like it's going to happen again. Yeah, I, hope I'm really wrong. I hope I'm wrong. It feels that way. All right. Uh, Carl, who's your fragile team? Hmm. Fragile. No, it's hard because I think there are a lot of them. <laughs> okay, wow. start start laying them out, Carl. Um, well, well, we'll start with Andover. I think that they are, you know, they've got the quality wins. That's why they're at two. But you know, on several viewings, you look at this team. They're, you know, they're they, they have some front end talent, but they're not flashy. They're not dominating teams they should probably dominate. And so you worry about them. Uh, Centennial, but just talk about six, but let's not <laughs> right. get too excited about yeah. that one. Um, right. Maple Grove, I just haven't trusted all year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Maple uh, Grove is a team that has not lived up to many people's expectations yeah. of that squad. I've hinted at this already on the show. My fragile team is Little Falls. Well, yeah. I think the, I, yeah. I, I, I will pick them later to defeat Fergus Falls, but I just think these guys are a Mariucci, they're Mariucci bound. I can't see them winning a first round game. It, they're coached win, by a, winning a four or five game. They're coached no. by Hanowski, and this is what the Hanowski's teams did. They went on a streak against the Little Sisters of the Poor. They put up, you know, video game numbers, and then they hit Breck, and it was like. Yeah, Rex a good team. I just think after watching them play Alex, Alex now has got just they're just fire in the belly. I know they're not in the same section, but I think they'll they're gonna lose to Alex. That's just my take. I think they play twice, don't they? I would, I would have they, to look. I think they I think they play twice. I think they go back there and play. I don't know. Well, if they do, I just can tell you that they aren't in the same section, so they won't play each other mm-hmm. in playoffs. All right. Uh, uh, any other fragile teams? Minneapolis we... is fragile. 
Wow. Wow. Right Ooh, before we go into an interview big. with the coach. Oh. Right before we go well, into it. That's, that, that's how you do people, don't and you? And Joe will talk that's about this. That's how you this. do it. Joe will talk about this, too. The, these kids are hockey players, as he says. Yes. And they've been finishing the games that they haven't been. So you don't believe them. You're calling them a liar. I'm, I'm calling... <laughs> I'm calling Joe a liar, and I'm going to just are. slide to camera <laughs> left again. <laughs> we can just turn your your thing off. Yeah. It'll be way yeah. easier. Way easier. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um, no, I, I think they're a fragile team right now. Having seen them play Rockridge, and I, I wasn't quite impressed with Rockridge. Um, no. I, 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 you know, this isn't the same Eveleth and Virginia teams from the last couple of years, so... Um, yeah, I, I do fair. think they're a little – Minneapolis is fragile as well. Carl, any more fragile teams? For GLA. De- Detroit Lakes at nine. Is, uh, if I, I didn't like it to begin with. They did have a decent showing against Warroad, but I'm, I'm not on the Laker bandwagon. This is hurting Tony. It's like stabbed to his heart. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know enough about him either, Carl, I admit. But all I know is they beat Fergus. That was my only – that was only stance I took. It wasn't like I was going to go to the wall for Detroit Lakes. I just think that, you know, if you beat somebody. That's, you you that's, totally went to the wall for Detroit Lakes last week. You oh, made yeah. I the rankings. Did, but it was because <laughs> of a head-to-head. True. And head-to-head is our biggest, always our biggest trump card. Yeah. And I just played that card, you know, as hard as I possibly could. So. Um. Okay. So let's go to an interview with um, head coach of Minneapolis, Joe Dijic. Tony? Thank you, Danny. Uh, we have a high school hockey coach, hockey player, legend, you name it. Joe Dijic, how you doing today, Joe? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, boys. Uh, this is going to be a fun one for me. <laughs> uh, I get to really d- dig into my Minneapolis roots and uh, learn more about you, Joe. And we've been friends for close to 10 years through the hockey community. But uh, how's your team doing this year? We're doing great. We're having a lot of fun. I think, um, you know, we're about halfway through the season and we're starting to um, really become, you know, together and figure roles and and guys are figuring out what they can do to help our team. So it's it's fun to watch. At some point in the last two weeks, your team has gotten ranked in the top 10. How does that feel? Well, um, I don't think I wouldn't say we were surprised because we we felt we had a good team and we felt like we were kind of a little bit under the radar. But uh, you know, I, the biggest thing I tell people is we've we've got hockey players this year versus kids that just played hockey, and I think that's the biggest difference. Is these kids that I have now are committed to hockey. They're they're playing hockey. They you know they'll they're the type of kids that'll go to practice and then they'll get together and go play rink rat hockey somewhere at somebody's house or at a park and. That's the difference in our team this year. Um, what what's some of the highlights of the year so far for, with your team? You know, you got you had a couple nice wins. You got some great players. Tell us a little bit about some specifics about the team. Yeah, I'd say you know our our, our defensive core. We've got our top four D are, are pretty solid. Uh, we've had good goaltending in Alex Lamont. I think up front, um, you know, I'd have to say Jack Hansen, our senior. He's our captain. He's been our best forward and. He's one of the fastest kids with the puck uh, I've seen this year, and he just finds a way to to get through guys. And it's almost like a poor man version of Connor McDavid sometimes when he gets going and he's buzzing through guys and nobody can catch him. And uh, so he's been fun to watch. Obviously, there's a couple other kids. Xander Zoya, the smart player with a lot of skill. 
Um, but I think what the biggest thing too this year is we're finding ways to win. Uh, we've had a couple of games where maybe we didn't play our best, but we we hung in there and and you know eked out a goal at the end and won a game you know late in the third period. Whereas in years past we would find ways to lose those games. Yeah, um, you have such a great history in Minneapolis and Minneapolis hockey. It's, it's got to be extra sweet for you, like to see the you know you've seen the good old days back at the Minneapolis Auditorium, watching your brother and playing there, and you know on and on through. Uh, how has the transition been? It seems like Minneapolis hockey is de- definitely on much better footing than it was ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, no doubt. I'd say when I first got there, I've been there. I think this is my ninth or 10th year with Minneapolis. And it, you know, there was a couple of years there where it was pretty, pretty weak as far as our competitiveness and our skill level and whether it was low numbers, uh, you name it. And we had some tough, tough goal for a while, but, um, you know, I think it means probably more to me just because I've been in the city for so long and I grew up there playing for the Edison. And, and so when I came back, it was, uh, only about a year or two removed from being two teams. They had Minneapolis East, Minneapolis West. Yep. Then they finally merged those teams together. And then I came on board and it's been a long, a long journey of, you know, knowing that we were overmatched and knowing that we didn't have a lot of skill, but we had good kids that worked hard. And, you know, I appreciate that. But now that we've got some kids that have some talent, like I said, they're hockey players. Uh, it makes it a little easier to go to the rink every day. Let's turn not, turn back the clock a little bit. You uh, grew up in a family, uh, six kids. You're the youngest of it. How, what's the effect of having, you know, bro- two brothers and three sisters, you know, teaching you the way? How big was it to be the youngest and to learn from them and, you know, what the, yeah, you know, their was, successes and failures? It was definitely a huge, huge factor. I would say, you know, having two older brothers and, and I would, you know, play sports and I was always the extra guy that filled in on, a team yeah. where there was football, you know, you're playing tackle football in the backyard or you're going to the rink. And I was always forced to be um, playing with those guys. And of course they wanted to pick on me and I was, you know, <laughs> the young guy. So I learned to deal with some of that stuff uh, as far as, you know, being outsized and uh, they were just obviously bigger and stronger and whatever. And I had to find ways to keep up or just survive and not get hurt. And I think later on, then, you know, playing against those guys, and then I'd go play against kids my own age, and it was kind of, uh, you know, gave me confidence to to really shine and, and get, you know, make some plays. And I think that's a huge determining factor of my success later on was that having older brothers to compete and play with not only them, but their friends as well. So speaking of that, you said the rink, and, and that interests me because I know we're, you're a few years younger than me, but I, I'd like to get a picture of where you played. Where did you, get, where did you skate outdoors over in Northeast? So we were, I would, I lived about two, three blocks from Wyndham Park. Ah, yeah. And I played tennis there so, as a kid. Oh. Okay. So yes. Wyndham Park Southwest was, was tennis yes. boy over here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my Did brother coached there. My No, my brother coached, got a job at Wyndham Park Tennis. Tom Chorsky and I would go over there every day for six weeks oh, in the awesome. summer. Yeah. We, we got a, a true education of what Northeast Minneapolis was. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, so I remember, you know, walking to the rink because my dad was always working and my mom had, you know, six kids. And so she's like, okay, go to the park and play and, you know, just come home and I'll have, you know, dinner for you later. And that was, kind of, we, you know, I remember packing a sandwich or a little bag of a couple of oranges. And I just remember going there and being there for hours. And then this is what we did. We went to the park and played. And then 
some days we'd have a game or a practice with the youth program, but then we'd always end up back at the rink. So speaking of that, that's why I wanted to, this leads into your dad helping getting the Northeast rink built, but where would the Edison youth teams practice? Would they practice outdoors, play out? You know, do you have your games at VMIA or did you have them yeah, at VMIA Columbia maybe? Our, did you get ice at Columbia? Yep. There was a couple of games and practices up at Columbia, uh, but most of them were at VMIA. We'd have a couple down at Parade. I remember a couple over at Augsburg. It kind of seemed like we had about four or five rinks, but VMIA was probably the main one. Yeah. That, I mean, think about that. That's a, that rink doesn't even exist anymore, no. right? It doesn't exist. Here's the thing. My memories of VMIA rink were you could get, after practice, you could for a quarter you could get this really good uh, – pop with the crushed ice yeah. and you could uh, hot tamales for a quarter so 50 cents you had a good snack for the way home <laughs> that's what i remember they this is really gonna date us joe they would have pre-section games in there like subsection games if you got a subsection game at vmia you knew you had a crappy season <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was always like Wilmer or Litchfield, yeah. you know. Breck was terrible, you know. Like they were Back awful, then, yeah. you know. But they were yeah. on Section Five, so to get your way, you know, we talk about Section Semifinals today. To if you got to the Section Quarterfinals at Bloomington Ice Garden, you had arrived. Would you agree with that, yeah. Joe? Yeah, totally, one hundred percent. And uh, but it's just funny how you know times have changed now. It, High school teams, uh, you know, I guess the one thing, look at Minneapolis. We had six, seven teams back when I was there, and now we're down to one team. And I, it's sad to see whether it's Richfield and now Kennedy. It looks like, you know, these guys that are merging with other programs uh, because of the lack of numbers, which is a little bit alarming. It is. It is. All right, so I want to go back to your dad, Walt. Um, some may know this, some may not. Your dad was is somewhat of a legend. He's more of a legend than you in some ways. You're a hockey guy, oh, yeah. but he, from a – from a global perspective, he had a major impact on the city of Minneapolis, and one of them is the rink. But if you want to talk about your dad and his role in the city council, you were we were talking pre-show, and you're th- dropping names like Alice Rainville and Don Frazier. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is probably like these are people who stopped by your house. You know, these are normal. These are yeah. big figures yeah. in the city of Minneapolis. And walk through your dad, and what would he be thinking was going on in Minneapolis today? I can only imagine. Yeah, he's probably rolled over in his grave a few times with the, some of the stuff that's gone on the last couple of years. But, you know, I remember him. He was he started off as a, a policeman. He was a, Well, he started off as a, a, a teacher at De La Salle High School. And then he became a, a policeman. Yeah, he, he, could, he taught at De La Salle for one or two years after he, uh, he got drafted in the Korean War and spent like a year or two in Korea, which messed up his baseball career. He, was a, he got drafted by the Brooklyn Dodgers. Whoa. And, and I, did, so, I did know that too. I know a lot about your dad, weird facts. Yeah, I did know that. <laughs> so then he went over to Korea and um, came back, went to DLSL for a year or two, and then he became a policeman for, I want to say, 10, 15 years before he became a city councilman for probably 20 some years. Wow. Um, but just obviously a huge influence on obviously me is um, him being my dad and then just uh, in the community, whether it was learning about politics as a kid, passing out flyers and doing things that, you know, for his, for his work that uh, other kids probably, you know, never got the chance to do. So uh, I remember, you know, going to city hall in the building and being in the mayor's office or going over to um, other council members. And one, I remember one council member, Barbara Carlson had a, Oh yeah. uh, She was Kenwood. She had a, yeah, she had a, 
Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man game in her office. And so whenever I go see my dad, I always ask to go see her and play some video games. What a bizarre time. Barbara Carlson was on the city council. She was she was yep. a personality, to say the least, right? You got Miss Pac-Man oh, yeah. in your office. Yes. Yeah. I just thought she was cool because she had a video game in her office, and so she let yeah. me play it. His impact was just enormous. But what, here's my takeaway, and you could maybe elaborate a little. But when it was like when the city wanted to get something done, they would go marching into Walt Diedzik's office, and he would get it done if he found some passion or saw enough passion in somebody's eyes to get something done. Walt would get it done. Well, and he, I think he kind of had the the under, underdog guy uh, yep. in his heart, or he liked the, the little guy that was not the corporate person, and he kind of fought for the underdog. And I think that uh, resonated with some people. And obviously, you know, he had some enemies and people that turned off because of his, you know, he was going to get stuff done. And sometimes you got to you know, crack some eggs to, to get stuff done, right? If you want to make an omelet, you got to crack some eggs. And I think I mean that in the, with regards to, you know, obviously being respectful and being uh, courteous, but he just, he had a way about him to get things done. And when he got behind something, he wasn't going to let anything stop him. All right. One of the things he built was the Northeast rink. There was, there was a big hole. Like you said, you're going to all these different rinks, you know, Columbia, Augsburg, VMIA, Walk through how he got that thing done. You know, what I remember is just, it was, he would tell me that it was, you know, we needed a rink. This this community needed a, a place to come together and play. And, and he wanted to, you know, whether it was just sick of driving to all these other locations and we didn't have one. And so he fought, again, the underdog mentality, he fought for this area because we didn't have that. And he said, well, let's, let's build one. And he had to, you know, grind, put in the hours to get that done. And uh, I think it was built like in the what mid nineties. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I, I think it was mid nine, mid to late nineties. But what when when it was built, someone was building it. I just go, they're building a rink in northeast Minneapolis. Uh, Walt Dezik's involved. I yeah. just you just knew it. You know, when something was going down that was going to help people, help sports, or be beneficial, you knew that uh, Walt was involved. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about your high school career then, Joe. So you you go to Edison. Was there ever a doubt of going to Edison at the time? You know, I, I just knew what my family had done. So all my brothers and sisters went to Edison, and I kind of, even though I went to a private kindergarten through eighth school, I knew I was going to be going to Edison High, and, and I just kind of, that was what I knew. That's what I was expecting. And so I never really thought about going to another school now I think you know it's such a different time now with kids you know sort of being recruited to go to different private schools if you're a hockey player you're getting asked to you know where are you going it seems like uh, AAA hockey has done a lot with kids picking a private school and kind of making a pact to go to that school um, so it was just different back then and um, you know that's all I knew really did you that was kind of in the birth of Mr. Hockey is yep. when that started, you know, it started in 85, right? Yep. It, did you, was that ever on your horizon with, like, a possibility, you know, when you were playing and stuff? Did you ever think about that? No, never. And it was, you know, Tommy Chorsky was the first Mr. Hockey, right, in 85? Yep. 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 Yeah, and we were talking earlier about, you know, I went to watch my brother's game, playing Minneapolis playing Southwest at the auditorium and in the final score was 17 to one. And 
Chorsky probably had a half a dozen goals and probably didn't even play in the third period. And I just remember thinking those guys were like NHL players. And, <laughs> and you know, would, later on it turned out that my group of guys at Edison ended up beating uh, Southwest High for the first time in like 50-some years. It was kind of a big deal. And we made it, you know, that was like our rivalry was to play Southwest and to beat them. And that was kind of a payback for that 17-1 to <laughs> there were some bad ones in there that's for sure yeah um talk about your youth program did you guys have success and you knew there was going to be some success that might be one of the reasons you didn't go to a private school yeah you guys right. were pretty we good had, we had a group where as we got to peewees our our second year peewees we made it to the, the region finals to go to state we lost to Wyzetta, and then uh, imagine two years that later, Wyzetta and edison Edison, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and kind it was of a laughable right now, like a, isn't it? It's kind of yeah, you right. laugh, but yeah. it wasn't then. Right, it was a four to three game, and we almost had them. Um, but then two years later, as Bantams, we had a really good group. That again, we didn't have a lot of numbers. We only had about sixteen kids try out for the for the team, and we ended up going to the state tournament. We beat we beat Roseville. Chris McAlpine, a uh, Roseville buddy of mine, I ended up playing with him in college, but we beat his team to go to the state tournament as Bantams. And we went up to Eveleth and it was the first time that Edison had been to a, a local or a you know, youth state tournament in the history of uh, Edison hockey. So that, we took a big feather in our cap and we're proud of that. Just a lot of fun that year. And then we knew that was kind of like a tell that we, we could have a good high school program uh, after those, you know, years of success at Peewees and Bantams. So I got a sidebar to this. Last night I'm with a Grand Rapids grad, a guy who does a lot of work for us, Matt Jasper, and he his Bantam coach in Grand Rapids was Ted Brill. And Ted Brill showed his Grand Rapids kids film of this kid named Joe Dedzik from Minneapolis Edison playing Bantam hockey. <laughs> <laughs> he awesome. goes, He goes, they made it to state. And I was like, yeah. really? And I'm like, I'm going to ask yep. him about that tomorrow. So you get to Eveleth yeah. and you play in the Hippodrome in the state tournament? Yep. That's right. I'm we not sure what's cooler, that or playing with Yager. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Yager's is another whole story. That's another whole 12-pack there. But, uh, yeah, I remember pack. that game. We played, yeah, we played, uh, we, we played Grand Rapids. In, in fact, we played uh, John Brill and uh, Jeff Nielsen and Chris Marinucci were all on that grand rapids bantam team and uh we were winning the game three to two and they came back and beat us like four to three and i remember just being like man this is our first game we made it here and we almost beat grand rapids but uh wow. we came up short wow okay so let's let's switch gears to college what was did was the u always the pinnacle like every kid growing up did you always want to go to the u yeah it was for me for sure i i think Again, growing up northeast, the the rank, the U of M rank, Mary Arena was, you know, the barn was just what three miles from my house, and so I would go to the games, and we'd sit down in the corners. We'd get the cheapest seats, and we'd find our way down in the corners. If you remember the old barn, yeah, yeah. the one that was kind of the slanted roof, the, the slanted roof, and we'd we'd go in the corner, and that's when I learned about guys like, you know, Tom Hirsch, who was the Minneapolis Henry guy, and, and Corey Millen, and all these guys. Uh, obviously the Broughtons, right? And just growing up, watching those guys and idolizing those guys, you know, the U of M was an easy choice for me to go to college. And some of your uh, contemporaries, Jeff Nielsen was one of them, right? Who were some of the guys that you played with? I get the years kind of, those early 90s kind of fog up for me. It was, yeah, was Trent, I, was Trent was in that really group? Good, 
Trent Klatt. Yep. We had Darby Henderson. We had Doug Zmolik, uh Larry Olam. We had really the good trouble, players. Trouble, probably. Scotty Bell. No, Trouble was after that. Okay. No, I'm sorry, Trebs. Trebs? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Yep. Two years after me, yeah. Trebs is a great D-man, great stick, big, long stick. Uh, but we had some really good teams. Tommy Newman was one of our goalies. Um, so we had some guys that obviously went on to, to play in the NHL. Craig Johnson, what a player yep. he was. Uh, so we had some really good teams, and we never we, we made it to the Final Four. We obviously didn't win the championship, but we were uh, competing for the Final Four every year. Now, did you play in the new Mariucci? Did you make it there, or were you gone yeah, by then? Nope. My, I played in the last game at Mary, the old Mariucci and the first game in the new one. Um, that was in 94. So my senior year in college is when we they moved into the new uh, Mariucci. Holy crap. We haven't even gotten to Yager yet. <laughs> And it's 18 minutes. <laughs> well, let's yeah. go, Danny. Okay, let's, let's drop it. Let's talk Maybe about it. Lemieux. Yager's more interesting to me than Lemieux. Lemieux is more interesting to me. But, I don't know. Okay, five years outside of high school, you're on probably one of the greatest teams of all time. You know, like yeah. dynasties. They've won two cups before you got there. And, you know, you're in the locker room with Lemieux, Yager, Francis. What What is this like? It was definitely surreal. I mean, I remember my first year. I, so my last year at the U of M, I broke my arm twice. And so I only played in about 15 games that year. And I had that surgery. They put a plate in my arm. And so that whole summer, uh, I was training for training camp, but I my arms didn't feel right. It wasn't strong. And I go into my first camp, and there's, like you said, Lemieux and Yager and Francis and all these guys. And, you know, I'm just trying to, to fit in. I got an arm that's still not fully healed. Uh, and I was just remember looking at him like, oh my God, there's Lemieux. So I spent that first year in the minors, and I made a couple years with the Penguins. And I remember telling the story that when I was in high school, I was a, I was a freshman in high school, and Lemieux uh, had won the Rookie of the Year the year before. And and uh, my buddy's dad was the timekeeper at the old Met Center, and so he would get us tickets, and he got us in the locker room because he knew that Mario was one of my favorite players. So he gets us in the locker room after the game and got an autograph. And so there he is uh, on the training table. He's got some ice bags on his knees and uh, he sees that, you know, some young kids are coming in and want an autograph. And so he says, you know, back then Mario didn't have great English. He's a French guy and his English wasn't that great. So he says to me, Hey, what's your name? And I said, uh, it's Joe. And he thought I, you know, so he signs, you know, Mario Lemieux. And I'm walking out of there with like a little picture signed with him and it says to Jill, like Jill Malosh, G-I-L-L. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So now my buddies aren't going to believe that I met him because it says to Jill. It's a fake a counterfeit. <laughs> it's counterfeit. So now, fast forward seven years later, I'm on his team. We're in the bus. And I, we used to call him Ace. That was his nickname, Ace. And I said, you know, I met you when I was in high school and you signed my card to Jill. And I, I'm like... He's like, what? I was like, yeah, that was the first time I ever met you. I was in high school. Came to the game, and you called me a Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. So yeah. give us give us your favorite Yager story. I mean, the guy is just a, a living legend in my eyes. You know, he is. Uh, for a guy that's still playing at 50, um, you know, I, back when in the mid-'90s when I was playing with him, we were the same draft, you know, came in the same year. Obviously, he went he went right at 18 to play in the NHL, and I played four years of college. But we were the same age, so when I 
did make the team and we'd hang out and uh, I'll give you a couple of stories. One is he would talk about, he couldn't understand why the NBA or college players for basketball weren't better free throw or, or shooters. They, he, he couldn't believe that they weren't like at the free throw line making 10 out of 10. Cause he would, he would go shoot hoops at his, he had like this little uh, kind of a makeshift hoop in his, at his house. And one of those that stand up and then when you, when the ball hit the rim, it would kind of bounce around and then everything would fall in because right. it wasn't, it wasn't built firm. It wasn't tight. So whenever you threw a ball up there, it hit the rim and then just kind of roll in. And I go, well, yeah, you're making all these shots because your rim is half broken. Here. <laughs> every, time it, every time it hits there, it's just going to fall in. And I'm like, you got to get that fixed. And then we get it fixed. And of course, you know, he's making like two out of 10. <laughs> Oh, and, God. and so of course he was a super competitive guy and one time we were there and uh he wanted to play one-on-one and i'm like he was obviously a much better hockey player but as far as other sports i was a pretty good athlete so he wanted to play basketball one-on-one against me and this was like during the playoffs one one year it was you know it was like um, in may and the weather was nice in pittsburgh we go to his house in between like a day off on a game and we're playing one-on-one well he never knew that when you play one-on-one if you you go to shoot if you put your hand up you know, you can block the shot. He was shooting it from the hip. He yeah. wouldn't bring it up above his head because he never really played organized basketball. And so I, he would go to shoot and I'd stuff him. He'd go to shoot again, I'd stuff him. And he was like, would you get out of the way? I'm like, well, I'm just playing D. <laughs> you know, he know that you, you had to raise the ball above your head to shoot. <laughs> so he was easy, easy pickings. He was easy, yeah. He was an easy target. But he was so competitive that he, he couldn't stand that I could just beat him and in basketball so. <laughs> so we've talked about it uh a couple different times uh, the career your career ended with an eye injury how did that go down was it was it something that you picked up or was it something you were injured poked with or hit or how did it actually happen yeah it was kind of an unfortunate deal i was actually playing with uh phoenix coyotes minor league team in springfield mass and i was in a fight with a guy and he didn't mean it but when he when he went to grab on his thumb went right in my eye and 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 made a tear in my retina. I didn't know it at the time. I, I couldn't see for a couple of days and I was kind of scared. Like maybe I did some damage. Well, the, the doctors checked it out and they said, well, let's give it some time to rest. And so I took a couple of weeks off and then I went back in and they said, well, it looks like you're, you're good to go. Well, that summer after that season, I started losing vision in that eye and something, I knew something wasn't right. And so I went in to get a checked out and ended up having surgery the next day to repair the retina. And did it not fully repair, or what? How did that go well, through that? Well, they ended up they ended up having to put like a it's like a, called a scleral buckle. It's like a belt that holds your pants. Uh, you know, when you put a belt on, you yeah. tighten up your pants. They did this belt around my eye, and it tightens up the uh, the retina to stay to the back of the wall. Because that's how you the retina is like your film screen. Like if you you have a projector and you yep. pull down the screen for, to watch a movie, that's your retina. And mine had collapsed, and so they put this buckle in there to help secure. Well. It's not a good idea to keep playing hockey if you've got that because if you get hit or, you know, slammed into the boards, that could come loose, and then you're you're probably going to have to redo the surgery, and then now you're looking at maybe losing your sight. So that was so the end you, of the road for me. You don't wear glasses, do you? I work. I do. I wear con- contacts, and so okay. my right eye, one that was injured, is is um, much weaker eye as far as prescription. I got to have a much stronger lens than in that eye. But now, do it you... was more of just not being safe if you're getting hit and stuff. So. Now, do you participate in active sports or is it just mostly just coaching? I mean, no, it's mostly it's coaching. Uh, I mean, so between the high school program, I coach my kids squirt team and I run a, 
a JD hockey training program. So I'm training kids all the time in the off season and that keeps me uh, on the ice enough. How do we learn about this, this little three on three thing you got going down at parade? How do you, JD hockey.com? JD hockey.com. Yeah. I've been running this thing. I've had some really good players over the years and I tell guys it's, it's an extra um, supplemental hour of ice each week where you, you compete against other good players. And um, I have certain, you know, things that I throw in there. Like I make kids, you got to pass the puck before you can score. I give guys extra points. If you score off like a one-timer, if you uh, score one between your legs, that's three points. And if you score a Michigan type goal, that's five. <laughs> and you'd be surprised at squirt players that can do the Michigan. Whereas when I first saw that Michigan goal, I was actually in Pittsburgh. We were in the locker room and they showed that highlight from Mike leg. It was against the Gophers, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Michigan oh, yeah. goal. And everybody was like, what? How do you do that? And now here it is. Squirt yeah. players are picking the puck up and stuffing it. You see it more at squirts than you do at high school. Yeah, it's unreal. These kids, I mean, the skill level, that just shows you, you know, they mimic what they see. And, and you know, for a while, some players or coaches would think if you shot one between your legs, you were showboating or hot-dogging. Now it's guys score like that. You know, if the guy's out front in the power play, he'll put up between his legs and go roof. Yeah, it's a form of deception to the goaltender. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a great move. So, um, but those are fun things that I add to that three on three, and I just try to you know give them good training habits as far as keeping their head up, moving the puck quick, and competing and playing without the puck. So, a lot of fun. Well, this has been a lot of fun having you on. I wish we could have a few more minutes with you, but uh, in the essence of your time and the time of the show, we, we got to cut you off. But uh, it's been <laughs> sure. a blast having you on. Congratulations on your team, and good luck. Hopefully we can see some uh, of that Minneapolis flow yeah. uh, coming out on the ice uh, for the state tournament at the end of the year. All right, guys. Thanks again. Uh, all right, thanks. Joe Dizek, head yeah. coach, Minneapolis. Well, that was – it's fun hearing about Yager and Lemieux – you know, as cool as it was hearing about Walt. It was. The whole thing was just awesome. And we could have gone much longer, but I had to get to the rink to broadcast the games. I'm like, all right, boys, time to go. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Joe was really dropping some fun stories there. That Yager story was hilarious. I like the, the Yager basketball, but I like the how he got Lemieux's autograph. And Lemieux thought he said, Jill. 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 Instead of Jill. So instead of giving his autograph, Carl, to Joe Dedzik, he gave it to Gilles, like Gilles Melash, G-I-L-L-E-S. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Good stuff. His, his French alter ego. Yes. Well, he didn't, he Quebecois. was so young, he was still Quebecois, you know, he was so yeah. entrenched in that. It was pretty cool. Really cool. Um, okay, so we got some scores, weird score week. Okay, I'm just going to prep this weird score week. When I was going through scores. You always call it weird. This morning before you arrived, I was scanning both the girls and high school, girls and boys scores to prep myself yeah. for my pods. And I was like, I, you, you, you go elite prospects rabbit holes. I got into uh, <laughs> section uh, where, where people are in sections uh, rabbit mm -hmm. hole. And that's when I discovered Chisago Lakes is in four. And I know I'd heard it someplace, but I'm like, wait a second. You know, yeah. I was trying to find out, you know, the, I knew Mankato was in three. I was just kind of trying to start yeah. how do yeah. these games that Danny's going to read off to tonight actually affect section play. Yeah, and some will, some won't, and some thought that they did, and they don't, actually. Right, and right. So, like uh, the, the Hutchinson to two is still just, it, I, my head's still, yeah, that, that I can't get my head around that screwing one. Screwing me up. 
Okay, so let's get started. Hermantown 6, Duluth Denfeld 1. Raise your hand if you were surprised. Oh, nobody's raising their hands. Okay, we're going to nope. move on quick Dead here. Dead <laughs> um, Okay, Eastview 5, Shakopee 4. Okay. That, Can I raise my hand on that one? Yeah, that one's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a... That's a weird yeah. one, and I'll get to another Shakopee that, score yeah, later. There's a good Shakopee store coming, score coming up. Well, I didn't... And, and an Eastview one. I Okay, yes. well, I don't think I have the good Shakopee score, so we're going to do some quick... Um, on the fly, as I read the next score, Mankato East 6, Hutch 4. This is when I thought they were in the same section. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It takes a while. Well, we're so used to Hutch coming out of 3. They're right. in 2 now, okay? Yep. Yep. But it's still mm-hmm. worth noting that this is where Mankato East is at. Correct. I I just so if they're at that level with Hutch, you start to look at other squads. They're in three A. If yep. this is where three A is at, okay, yep. because Hutch is a normal three A team. Yep. Um. Okay. In Northern Lakes eight, Pine City four. Before I knew that Northern Lakes lost their players. Um. Again. Interesting because Tony was hype on Northern Lakes to me this morning. Yep. yep. Um, oh. Okay. In the I, I went blanketed that one. You yes, did. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Brianna Bowl, Rogers <laughs> four, St. Michael Albertville three in overtime. Uh, can I just say something about this game? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a young man. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might be able to figure it out. Uh, worked for us this uh, past summer and. Let's just say he likes to run his mouth a little bit Oof. from St. Michael. And I said to him, I said, well, you guys aren't going to beat Rodgers this year. And he's like, I beg your pardon? And I'm like, and we bet a healthy sum of cash. Oh. And I was that Thursday? That came Thursday? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. whatever night it was, I wasn't on the Twitter feed. I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I'm thumbing through, and I'm seeing, and I went through all the tweets, and I was like, oh, no. Did you check your Venmo? <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't got my Venmo yet. No, but I, I looked, and, and Rogers came back, tied it late, and then beat him in overtime, and I am a rich man. I, I had a mentor once say that fast money makes fast friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds so, Tony, like- if you'd like some friends. Yes, uh, oh no. <laughs> I'm going. This young man will make a donation in my name. That's what he's going to do with my winnings. Uh, okay. Can it be like to a, a War Road charity? Mm, yeah, it might be. It might be. Okay, it okay. might be. Um, because the Max Foundation that would be good. Th- that would be, be really a good. Very good foundation for that. Um, speaking of War Road, five rip over Rozo. Watch. That's what I was watching. Is that on Tuesday? That was on Tuesday. Yeah, I watched that game. That, that was that a game. surprise. Cover to cover. That was a surprise. I think for all of us that that game was almost a running time game. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I and think, was, did I pick Rosa to win? It was scoreless well into the second, right? And then yeah, yeah. Then World just turned it on and never looked back. And yeah, and I think this game I watched it all was it came down to goaltending. This game's fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the shots, I think it was like twenty seven, twenty seven. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was dead even. Great A's were dead even. Everything was dead even. Hampton Sluskinski is the real deal. Yeah, 
Yeah, he and he's a difference deal. maker. Yeah. And he'll be a difference maker for this weekend as well. And definitely a player to watch yes. for this weekend. But Absolutely. He, he is one of those players that, you know, really look right now, and that's what's making this team a great team, too. Right. Yeah. And, and an unwavering top team. And taking any, nothing away from world teams the past five years, they haven't had a goaltender like this. And I think that's what makes this team special. Mm-hmm. Sure. I agree. Um, Elk River 5, Sartell 3 in a section game. Okay. Yeah. That's a section game. Yep. It's worth noting. There's another Elk River score coming up, too, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There is. yes. Um, Southwest Christian 2, Breck 1 in a 2A section game. Every game in 2A is interesting to me. Every game. Two, they're all going to be 2-1 to one games, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I swear, the 7 seed in 2A could be in the final. Like oh, it's, yeah. It, it is well, a, it was like that a couple years ago. We were really, I yeah, took them right to like, Southwest like Christian. Everyone picked that, and then they, they lost right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it's worth noting 2A is weird, and so this adds to it. I think Southwest Christian could be a four seed yep. right now. Um, okay, Northern Lakes. Six Prairie Center five back when I thought Northern Lakes was good, and, and, and overtime. So this kind of shows yeah. without this is where Northern Lakes is. So they're not at the same level that they were. Correct. Okay. So just keep this in mind with Northern Lakes now. All right. Champlin Park three Elk River two. That's we're moving the one. to Thursday. Yep. Good win for Champlin. Champlin yep. had a yep. very strong week. Almost yes. cracked the top 25, but didn't yep. find a way to do so in Carl's well, rankings. they got to be above 500, mm-hmm. I would think. <laughs> yeah. Elk River, meanwhile, is out of the top 25. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, so is this the shock score that you're thinking of, 6-1 to one over New Prague? Yeah, I thought. Okay. Okay, that's a decent score. Yeah. So it's, it's a good score. Yep. It's a then good. I think they lost to. Uh, I'll get to that. To I, I'll the get to that. Blinking. Yes. Blinking. <laughs> well, that's all I've got for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's go with the casino now. Um, six to four loss against Eden Prairie. Um, so let's talk about this game for a little let's bit. Let's talk about this game that you watched, Danny. I watched it for a period and a couple minutes. Yep. And once I saw that they went down by two goals, three to one, I left. There was no yeah. way in my book that Prior Lake was going to come back. And then you, you even told me in, in our phone call as you drove to yes. Edina, mm-hmm. and like, I'm not going to regret this. Even if they come back to win, I'm not going to regret this. No. And what I, I I didn't did you Six watch to, it, Carl? No, no, I, I was okay. I was out of town for work right. on Tuesday. Yeah, and what happened? I did it. Did it get to four to four? It, yep. Yeah, it did get to four to four. It did but okay. then Eden Prairie pulled away with a Ryan Andor goal, and who's having a great year too. Yeah, he is. Um, and so and and well, did, did you regret it, Danny? No. Because I'll you, get... that's not what you said. That is not what you said. In the moment, what? you regretted it. Why do you have to be like that, Carl? Why? Why do you gotta be like that? <laughs> Just telling the full story of your evening. Um. No, I regretted that it got close, but I felt pretty confident that Maple or er, that Prior Lake was not going to win that game. And at the time, Edina and Creighton were one-one. Yes. And knowing how late those games start, 
You uh, weren't going to miss much. Wasn't going to miss much, and I didn't. I caught two full periods pretty much of that. Yep. Um, and Creighton won 4-2 to two over Edina. I thought that was one of Creighton's best performances that I've seen. And so again, far. this is another one of those games. This this is another game that I saw in person, um, and it came down to goaltending. Marco Bellock was the better of the two goaltenders with Robbie Klarkowski, just like in the Rozo World game. Yeah, in even games. I thought teams were skating abilities and everything were even, but it really came down to goaltending. The pace in this game compared to the Eden Prairie Park Lake game, night and day, night and yeah. day. I know it, it was insane. It was like watching Class A to Double A. Yep. And that's what it felt like. And so I, uh, those teams were skating at a different level. Okay. Um, Delano 2, Rosemount 1. Ding, 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 ding. This is a game that really, like, popped for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So explain why it popped because it, this just looks like a generic game. Rosemount isn't anything special. They beat Andover. Okay. Think about well, that. I know. I just want. Yeah, it's Think interesting. Delano, I mean, Delano's Delano. They've been always a middle of the pack, top ten, a team for the last five years since yeah. Ben Myers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, maybe one down year in there, right? Yep. Um, where where Orono won state. Other than that, they've been what they've been, right? Yep. We know what they've been, but is that what's bad? That's a great matchup. It really, yeah. it's a fun matchup. It's, yeah. it's, it's two coaches that played together at Bethel with St. D oh. and Van Bergen. I think that's why they're, I love when I see these games like, Oh, oh I get it. That's like, why they play. Yeah, that's why they play. <laughs> whatever. Right. You know, so you got that factor and then you got, okay. But wouldn't you think Rosemont would win four to one? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I would think. Just based on school size. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. That's all I'm basing that on. And Delano's probably their biggest win of the year. He, now, looking back, that East Grand Forks win isn't as big. The East Grand Forks win is right? real soft now. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy so, it. So, I, I, I just, it's a surprising score to me. Eastview 5, Minnetonka 3. Now you you saved the meat for the middle. I like I, this yeah, game. I did. Nice uh, work because yeah. this was another one just like it's weird. What has happened with what? Minnetonka? One minute you think, yeah, and and now this and win, we'll get to another Minnetonka. Yeah, I, this I, win for East is enormous. Sorry, Carl. It is. Yeah, just I, 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 I talked to someone associated with Minnetonka after this game, and his comment was, "Eastview's legit. They're they're actually good." I think Eastview's a scary team in that section in three double A. Yeah, just ask St. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think like. Do you think that Matt Funk will go watch Eastview once or twice this year? I think more than he should. That. Yeah, he should. I think he already has. He really. I should. think he's. Uh, he knows what he's looking. Uh. I thought that before the season started, when we had the Eastview Jefferson. Matchup at, at the opener, I thought, yeah, it'll be four-two, kind of be a snoozer. Oh, that was a slaughter. Eastview fest. was fast. I mean, they were mm-hmm. really good. I was like, oh wow, is Jefferson terrible? And then Jefferson isn't great, yeah. but no socials on the team. It's I was impressed. Hard. I was impressed with Eastview, just the way <laughs> they carried themselves and how fast they were. So, yeah, I and I think, and then when they beat, you know, St. Thomas a week or two later, I was like, okay, yeah. This is no fluke. Um, so if they keep doing well, like we said, if they finish upper division, yeah, 
in in the in the South Suburban and with the win over Minnetonka, they gotta be numero uno in that section. You can't you can't take it away from them. I cannot. Cannot. But I don't think we'll we'll get to another Eastview score in a moment here. Yeah. Oh wow. All right, we've pumped their tires. Now we're gonna let the air game, out, right? Which is a section game. Yeah. All right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'll get to it. Okay. Um, talking about a section game, Centennial 6, Maple Grove 3. That's the biggest one of the week, I think. Uh, yeah. That's... Game worth nine spots in the rankings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, they were a minute away from going into overtime the first time in this. Right. And on a non-Olympic size ice, they proved that they're, they can put them away. Right. And, and I think this game's important. It builds confidence for um, Centennial, and I think it sows doubt into Maple Grove like Lakeville South last year. What was Centennial before this week, Carl? What were they last week? Because I'm looking at my <laughs> rankings. They weren't 10, were they? They were 15. Stop Oof. it. So you were right, 9. Mm-hmm. And how Uh-oh. far did Maple Grove go down, 2 or 3? I, I, they may not have dropped at all. <laughs> Classic Let me Carl. Carl. Yep, Carl. Seven. Seven, seven, and now they're seven. seven. Yeah, they've been so eight or really seven for the past four Centennial weeks. Centennial, a ton of credit for that win. Yeah, I mean, well, they they hadn't played much of anyone before that, right? And so this is like their first good data point against a good team. And really, didn't Centennial do something? Champlin, like they took a dump. Champlin, they did that over against Champlin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Here's here's a dump. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Minneapolis three, Litchfield three in overtime. That's I don't get it. I, is, I has two A slumped to three A quality. Well, no, but is Litchfield two or three? They're, two. They're in two A now. Yeah, I know. That's you know what I mean. Still, going like, back have, to your Hutch yeah. example. Yeah. Have they just brought? The whole section to their level keep coming in. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to bringing it down. Three A is contagious. Welcome to our house. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I hear that in a rink a year? Yeah. Oh my god. Welcome to our house. Okay. Open up the ship. <laughs> pop. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay, Alexandria 5, Fergus Falls 2. In uh, Fergus Falls are free fall. They are. I, you know, they are. Falling otters. Falling and I, and otters. I think you guys picked them this week. Okay, Tony, stop with the paper, okay? We don't Moving need on, this. what's the next, what's the next <laughs> score, Danny? What's the next score? Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Carl. Sartell 6, St. Cloud 1. Oh, that's an interesting score. Thank you, Carl. Okay, but this proves where St. Cloud is, where Sartell. So, oh, yeah. yeah, because I think that St. Cloud's got a decent win this year, don't they? Which one of you nerds can pull that one out? They had a decent win over somebody or a tie or something. Okay, pull Carl's that one gonna, up, Carl. Carl's going to pull that up yeah. as I keep going yeah. into a weird. This is a bad win. East Graham Fork six. Thief River Falls five. five. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. About where they should be. I would have had it maybe. Is five, Detroit three. Lakes the number two seed for sure? They'll play East Grand again. I want to say, yeah. 
And if Ooh, they win, no. is, is that not? Uh, they won't play twice. Okay. They won't play. Okay. Not historically. Carl. Tony, the, the St. Cloud win you were looking for was over Rogers. Thank that's you. A, that's a that's win. That's a decent win. That's a decent win. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're three and nine, but they got that win. I knew Thank they had you. one. I knew it was either a win or a tie with a decent team. Yeah. Um. Okay. Little Falls six, Hutch three, and this is where this gets interesting. To dip back, Mankato East six, Hutch, Hutch four. four, Little Falls six, Hutch three. This you have to think: is this actually where Little Falls is at? It's like at Mankato East. If they're at Mankato East level, that's yeah. a scary level. Yep. Okay, and you got to be nervous. They too are at three A level. <laughs> <laughs> you too are at three A level. What they brought with them from one A. <laughs> you too have sunk down to our level. So anyway. we are all looking. Wyndham Marshall. <laughs> Worthington, Mankato <laughs> East. What do all these have in common? You are playing. Welcome to our house. Okay. Yes. Um, moving on. In another free fall, Fergus Fall loss. War Road 9, Fergus Falls 0. Who was debating going to this game on the podcast? You were. I know, and I'm glad I did not. I'm thinking of making a trip to Fergus Falls. And that would have been <laughs> As a... preparation for the World game, or the World yeah. Hermantown game. I'm like, ah, that's great, but why? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Six Never days mind. later, you're going to see him in person. Like, it's yeah. no point. It, well, I like to and see And you would have seen black jerseys either time, so it's not like you would have gotten I, I like, special. I like to see teams multiple and times to judge their performances, okay? We wrote a preview. We wrote a preview on Fergus Falls this year. So what yeah. do you think mm-hmm. we thought of it before the season? We thought the same. <laughs> we agree. Um, Rozo 6 Blake won. That's good bounce back for yep. Rozo. That was needed for yep. them. Um, okay, here's and did did didn't Blake play uh, maybe World on the way up or did who did they play on the way up? They played two games. That they, there's no way. I thought they only played one, Tony. I thought they, um, I think Bemidji they, maybe. They played Bemidji. It was someone weird. It yeah. was Bemidji. Yeah, Bemidji. It was okay. Bemidji. Yep. Did they beat and they Bemidji? won. They beat yes. Bemidji. Okay. All right. Both of their games this weekend were six to one. Bemidji <laughs> and Brainerd are the two bottoms of that section, mm. and with Saint Cloud, mm, Saint Cloud's Saint probably Cloud. lower than Bemidji. Yeah. What's Sartell? Sartell's not in good shape either. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot there. You know who's not? Saint Mike's going to be three. Yeah, and oh, they, or Elk, uh, Elk, Elk River beat him. They did. Okay, wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Okay, so let's wet blanket Shakopee now. Nine to two loss against Prior Lake. Yeah, yeah. I did know that. Yeah. So again, Shakopee. Anyways, Gentry five, East Graham Forks two. In a, I don't know what that tells me. Game. It really tells me nothing. It it tells me nothing. No. and even this week, the Holy Angels double headers might not tell me enough for Gentry too. 
So yep. do they play them twice? Yeah. Yeah. So home they play home home. Wednesday yep. and Saturday. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And they play on a Wednesday too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a fun fact about Wednesday. You know how there's limited Wednesday hockey? Okay. There is. Well, there's it's limited like always games on Wednesday. There's maybe a game. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know why? Uh it's confirmation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Isn't that's weird? This is your first knowing this. Oh God! Ah! This is the one who went to a Catholic school. <laughs> I just yeah. thought it was. That's an interesting fun. F- okay. Yeah, we do when we. Okay. Yeah. You talk, you, we, talking we, about a Catholic school. The, that's Let's the, get to a Catholic school score. And that's why on Wednesday nights the mites would always get ice at. Bloomington Ice Garden, because oh. all the youth, you know, the squirts, peewees that in high school yeah. are all going to confirmation classes. Oh, okay. Okay. Good to know. All right. Uh, let's get to a Catholic school score. Anyway. All right. St. Thomas Academy, three to one over Matamidi. Good yep. win. Yeah. I, Good win. I watched this game. And yeah, it's the case of, you know, Matamidi is, Deep. I'm not going to say fun to watch, but they're interesting to watch. They're just so sound structurally. And, you know, they're, what happened to Danny? My computer ran out of batteries. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It disappeared. I was from like, the what video. happened? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he still there, Tony? <laughs> yeah. You don't have no cord? Uh, no, no. <laughs> wow. We better get a good okay. clip in. All right. So, anyway, I was saying that Matabidi, they're just so sound. They're really disciplined, just playing their very conservative game, collapsing, protecting Jardis, and like they know how, how to win their game, and they kept. St. Thomas and gave them a really good fight for three periods. Now, did they? What happens because I didn't see it against Hermantown? Mm-hmm. What happens when they get down by more than two goals? Do they? Do they change their their uh, philosophy? Do they try change their system at all? I don't think so. I think okay. they. I, I they think know what they are. Yeah, I think they're pretty consistently because mm-hmm. in the. Um, in the Hermantown game, it was one to nothing forever. Yeah, and they just kind of stuck to their system. That's mm-hmm. that's not a team that can, you know, play in a sh- uh, you know a game. Correct. And yeah. it's it's so rare to see a Class A team that can do that well. Yeah, Correct. you know, you gotta have three lines do. that can skate yeah. to pull it off. Mm-hmm. You really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really do. All right. Uh, any more games there? Yeah, I got more games. Don't All worry. Right. Okay. Um, War Road three, Detroit Lakes zero. It's good, good score for DL. Yes, good score yep. for DL. They lost and moved up. Yeah, they mm-hmm. fell upwards. Yeah. Um, Rosemount two, Eastview zero. That's the one. That is how it gets murky. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Rosemount play St. Thomas or Creighton? Uh, I don't think so. Creighton's done playing section opponents. I want to say. Yeah. Um, moving on. Will Carl no, looks okay? No. no, okay. So now, what do you do at the section meeting? Are you well? There is a second Eastview Rosemount. Okay. Yeah. So, so that, that will tell well us something. Um, Minneapolis three, Rockridge two. I was at this there. game. Yeah, I didn't think that Minneapolis played particularly well, but I didn't also think that Ice was in good shape either. So hmm. it was kind of hard to tell. All right. It, you know, when you're watching a bad ice game, yeah. it's like, is it sloppy because the ice is bad? Or is it sloppy because the play is actually sloppy? What did you think of the uh, Rockridge uniform? 
Ugly. The worst uniforms. You're serious. You don't like their them screen all? print. They're hard to read. Uh, I, one, I don't like sublimated jerseys. Okay, yeah. that's just a personal opinion. I don't. If they weren't sublimated, would you like them? If they weren't sublimated, if they, were, if they were cut and sew, stitched. I if they were cut and sew, stitched with actual backing and like three tiered. Yeah, it'd be better. But the sublimated really knocks it down a peg. You, but I can't, still can't read the the, the green the, numbers the, on the black. Yeah, green on black is no. It needs to be green on white type of thing with the or at least some white trim. Yeah, yeah it, yep. it just it's not it's it's hard to look at. Do they have like a beaver or wolverine or something? On the the front radioactive, radioactive rat, rat is yes, it's on the front. On the front, it's not the RR. See, the RR could be cool. The RR could be cool. I still go back that if it's the Virginia Eveleth Gilbert area schools, this should be known as Vegas, okay? And it should be the Golden it would Devils. Never be. It would. Mm, it could never be Vegas. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't be Vegas. But I do like the attempt at something like Ricori that would have been better than Rackridge. Yeah. Ricori's yeah, got the but... two letters of the cities. Or yeah. Mac- yeah. Mac- McCray has that as well. Yeah. It's like, it's just so much cleaner. Yeah, I'm it, with you. it is. I and you could have taken some some of the each school's like, colors and something from it. And, did it? You know. yeah, and Jill, Go, and... Carl. Of Virgin Gilbert. But you could come up with something. Here's what I will say. It did not feel like I was watching Virginia or Eveleth play hockey. And that was what was sad. Yeah. Because instead of seeing a range team or what I perceived as a range. I mean, they have classic uniforms. Yeah. That uniform is not a classic at all. Like, when you go see Greenway, you know you're seeing a range team. Yeah. I didn't feel that way with those uniforms. I agree with with, that. And that's what made me sad. When I see their uniform and their design, I'm like, hmm, this looks more like outer space. Yeah. It it looks like, you know, a co-op. It's like, if you told me that was Northern Edge, I would have felt or the same. Prairie Center. Yeah. I don't know. Would, have, yep. mm-hmm. would have felt the For same. Sure. Ex- River Lakes, it's the same way. The, the Iron Range isn't allowed to have anything that looks like it was made after 1950. So It's cool, though. It, it is. <laughs> Greenway's it is uniforms cool. are sweet. Yeah. Gibbing's uniforms are yeah. sweet. The Iron Range should look like Havana, Cuba. Okay? Nothing new <laughs> <laughs> past the revolution. Okay? <laughs> Okay, they should be only only screening 35 millimeter films. Yes, (laughs) agreed. Of Moonrally Graham walking into from Chisholm. You know, like it's just it's a thing. I agree. Um, Okay, Elk River six, Spring Lake Park five in overtime. That's a weird score. I don't like it. I, I mm. that one really. All right, quiz is yeah. Spring Lake Park A or double A? Double A. Carl, he's looking. That's all I needed to hear. No, they're double A now. They're double A now. They used AA. when they were at state. They were yeah. A. Yep. They're in five double A now. Yep. yep. Um, Hermantown five, Eden Prairie two, again without Zamplant, who we expect to have back this week. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were without Ryan Coring too. So, so it, but 
again, good win for Hermantown. Mm-hmm. Expected win for Hermantown. I would have thought yep. four two five two. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Buffalo two, Saint Mike one. Buffalo again. Here come the Bison. Yeah, again. And they're gonna go into the meat of the Lake Conference to get more tested. It's yeah, Buffalo. How is Buffalo done against the rest of eight AA, Carl? As Carl, Not well, <laughs> really? other than other than Moorhead, Moorhead. Who else have they played in eight AA? Now you're gonna tell me they lost to Sartell or something. You want me to look up a score, Carl? Or I'm pulling it now. Okay, I'll, it. let me read a different score. Read, read a score. Minnetonka four, Wyzetta one. That's another. There was. You know what? This is, this is a good week. There's a lot of – a good week for – The start of the week sucked. Yeah. Tuesday was a bad day for games in the Metro. Yeah. It really warmed up to be some deep games uh, yeah. this week. With the amount of games, we got some funny results. We yeah. still haven't read the Benilde one, which is – That's think my is, last that's one. That's a good one. Okay, Carl. So, B- Buffalo, they have now beaten STMA. They've beaten Bemidji. Okay. They've beaten Brainerd. Yeah. But they've lost to Elk River and they've lost to St. Cloud. St. Cloud. Oof. <laughs> They're four and two in the section. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. Yeah. And if they beat they lost to St. Cloud. But if they beat Minnetonka, if they you know and they're gonna have a shot, shot at beating these like, teams. If they beat a lake team, yeah. This is interesting. They, they could be the three seed. <laughs> they could be the but... two seed. No, but they lost Elk River. They lost Elk oh. River. No, they'll be the three seed um, though. Yeah, they're at least number four right now. And probably. The, yeah. But if they get a late conference win, I yeah. mean, one, over one of the juicy Wazetta, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They could come so, walk into that meeting and go, "Hey, we want, we want the two seed." Slap it on the table. <laughs> Give it to here's me an, right now. We beat you, Morehead. Here's an yeah. interesting point what I made got? on on the rankings right up this week, though. Um, should Edina lose to St. Thomas this week? When? It's very likely there will be no Lake teams in the top 10 next week. Oof. Woof. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's... And is... Mm, I still think they're... I still, still think it's the best conference. It's the deepest. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's still four very good teams. Yeah. yeah. Plus With some Hopkins. others who are decent, but... <laughs> They're not there anymore. They're not in the conference anymore. What? Hopkins is, Carl? Not for hockey. Not for hockey. Oh, well, then why are the banners hanging in the rink? It's because they play basketball and cross country and all other stuff. Dumb. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. All right. Um, Okay. And over five, Champlin four in overtime against a team that isn't even in the top 25. This is a game that really jumped out at me. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is the start to me of maybe things catching up to Andover, or maybe wasn't Rosemount or Champlin <laughs> is better than we thought. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, Carl. Like Rosemount is not a thrill, is not a fluke. Like this, this team is not maybe number two in the state. I don't know. I'm just right. putting that out. Ask, ask Creton Hill and Roso. <laughs> Okay, um, right. well, that's all I have. No, I don't want to talk about games anymore. With <laughs> no, you. we got one more. Okay, let's At talk about At least one more. One more. Okay, all right, all right. I know this is the game I've wanted to. Benilde 5, 
What, when was this played yesterday? At 9 o'clock. Night. <laughs> <laughs> 7 o'clock face-off. <laughs> yeah, the puck dropped. Eight, at, 8 o'clock, Braymar start. Yeah. So 8.30. I got home at 10.41, I think. Um, which I looked at the clock and I said, if this was a Tuesday, I would be so upset. Oh, <laughs> I'd be livid. Um, five to two, Benilde over Edina. Benil controlled the whole game. If Except for the first three minutes. Would you say it looked a lot like the Cretan game? Was just as fast? Just as fast. Just as fast. Yeah. Um, who's better, Benilde or Cretan? <sighs> That's hard. I, I don't trust young goaltenders compared to senior goaltenders as much. Okay, so you're saying McElroy versus, versus Belloc. Belloc. Yeah. Marco Belloc. Yeah. I, I, I thought I thought McElroy's glove looked outstanding. Yeah. Um. It, but Benilde, when they had the opportunity to score, they scored. And it just it was game over mm-hmm. then. And I think the difference was Edina in the Lakeville South game. They came in in the third period and they said, "We're going to play Edina hockey, and we're going to play with that edge, that assholeness that Edina hockey plays with." I like that. That's a good Ooh. adjective. Um, hmm. and excuse my language, but that's you know Kurt's yeah. style, and, and it works. And it worked against Lakeville South, and I have not seen that come back yet. Okay, so we saw blips. We've seen blips of the Sedina team, right? Where they're what, very good. Where they put, remember they put Prior Lake away in the, yep. in the third mm-hmm. period. They yeah, and it's Maple Grove rapids. away. It's that style yeah. of play. We've seen, they've, been, yeah. they've appeared on the radar a few times. Yep. But I also just get this sense, because I've seen them play way too much. I promise, Kurt, I'm not going to come watch your team play until sections, because I've seen them play so many times yep. in the last few weeks. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel but like I had I've to lived see, there I had recently. to see them play against Creighton. I just had to see them. I, could, I wasn't going to be able to make the Benilla game, so I yep. wanted to see one of those two games. I just get a sense. You know, I stand by the bench and take pictures. I've been around the team. It feels like there's a cloud over these kids, and I don't know whether it's the coaching staff or the kids, or there just feels like there's something missing. Like, like there's something the in the gel. chemistry. They, yeah, they just they... don't feel like they're gelling. They don't. The kids don't seem like they're smiling. Doesn't seem like they're happy. That's bad just vibe. my take. That's just. It feels like there's bad juju there. But you know what? Give them a couple wins. The juju will be back. Right? Well, that's what we were talking about this morning. Is wins make you forget? about everything else that's going Correct. on. And, mm-hmm. and I, this team hasn't had enough of those recently to forget. Recently. Yeah. yeah, recently, to forget about the, the everything else that goes on. There's so much pressure to play in that program. Yep. And, and when they're on, when they're playing that Edina style of hockey, it is unstoppable. Yep. And – it just it is what it is, and then you hear that's and then it just like keeps playing, and yeah, on repeat. But it was it was it was not their night, you know, like they said it on the waterfront. Not my night, not right. your night. I'm with you on that one. I'm with. And you it wasn't one. it wasn't for Creighton either. It it just did not feel. Thank you, Carl. Um, but none of. Yeah, I'm just expecting Edina to do something, 
and it just isn't there. I think Edina is similar to Rozo this year, that people Ooh. have really mm. bought well, onto the Edina bandwagon. Here we go. Because the, it's Edina. The, and the, the Green Breezers, right? You're the, like, ah, oh, they're undefeated. They must be the top team in the state because they're Edina. But they did have good wins, though. They did, yeah. but I think. And they looked good doing it. But yeah. people like, overlooked like, the Maple Grove game. Because they Maple Grove's collapse in that game was more impressive of a collapse that they had than Edina <laughs> winning. Okay, wow, I like that. And, sure. and I think people really looking at the box score, it's like, oh, Maple Grove, they beat Maple Grove, and that's when we were all hyped on Maple Grove. Maple Grove's look to be average this for year their, by their standards, standards right? Yeah. And I think that's it's a different Edina team than we're expecting they should be. Can you make the same argument for Dinah and Rosa where if they were, you know? I think if this was Minnetonka, they would not have been number one, okay? I think if this was a different Lake team, yep. uh, other than Eden Prairie, I think if it was Minnetonka. Had Wyzetta had the exact same? Well, uh, they would be number one in Carl's. Carl's they would have been. Yeah. yeah. Of course. But not, but not Minnetonka, I don't think, right now. No. No, but that's just my personal opinion on that. I think that the the E the Hornet. Oh, that's the other news oh and nugget that we forgot to mention. I don't know enough to comment on it, but it is pretty crazy. Okay, so here here you know about this, Carl. Yeah, like we we, we reported on this like a year ago. But yeah, it, it, it so well, it's official now that the Hornets no longer their mascot as of like twenty twenty three. I want to say no, no. They, they just can't, they, they just can't use the logo. That yeah, that, the, the that logo. That, the, that logo. logo. the logo. Sorry, that sorry. Version, that the, version of a bumblebee is now <laughs> been outlawed. But now the other five million on Flipart that they can take can. Yeah, take, like how, how close? Break. Yeah, it, I don't really like this guy that's holding what on to the bumblebee. Show. Like, <laughs> give me a break, dude. What attorney took this case? Like. I, yeah, and it's like the important things we spend our time litigating. Yeah. Well, I mean, the crazy, the like, why he didn't just settle? Like, what? What is? They probably told him to pound sand. Is it going to be on your tombstone? This little hornet? Like, <laughs> they you are known for cool. this. They have to carve out of their football field to take the hornet off the football field. <laughs> I, I'm serious. This feels like North Dakota school. stuff going on. Think about the, yeah, it does. Think about their school. How many places this hornet probably sits in the school? It's, yeah, it's like Ralph Engelstad. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Now you got to take it down and just put a different bumblebee on there. Come on, it's I, ridiculous. Yeah. So I, sorry, that was the other news. I couldn't that believe we've... I sided with Edina High School on this one, but I'm with you. Like. Get <laughs> pound sand, bud. Like, like, get over it. I it's think bigger than you. Something to do with general sports. I think general they, they yeah, got the it logo. Does. And it does. Sports. Not that general sports did anything wrong. They were just a provider yeah. of athletic wear, and yeah, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden they got into a really bad deal with this guy. And wow, yeah, what a ego. This guy, he must be from Edina. how did you guess hey before we close i wanted to ask carl a question i i I mentioned earlier in the show about minnetonka um they're another one of these and we kind of 
we kind of vetted out Eastview a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is your take? You said you talked about you know we we got our buddy Tommy over there. What what if you've talked to him? What what's what's the take? What's the feel on the skippers right now? Um, I think there's some question about goaltending. I think that's okay. been an issue. Um, yeah, and I think they're still you know, relatively young too. Or the, or the, the important players are young, so yeah. Yep. It might take some time. It's just going to take a little bit of yeah. time. That's where you're seeing these yeah. really inconsistent scores. I, I would mm-hmm. think that would be a different team if they had Beckett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's oh, a top yeah. 10 team if they that's had Beckett. That's like saying Totino would be really good if they. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know yeah. that. Yeah. more. But I think I think Beckett-Hendrickson is a big miss for them right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Huge mess. And how about Drew Stewart? He looked good in that yeah. uniform. He well. looked <laughs> real good last night. All <laughs> he does else. is score. He is something else, let me tell you. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, before we move on to our next segment, I want to give a quick shout-out to the Red and Black Leagues. Check them out at redandblackleagues.com. Outstanding resource for high school boys and girls, uh, both spring and fall leagues, 20 games, stats tracked uh, in your neighborhood pretty much, anywhere you want to find it because, oh, they don't have it here in the north suburbs, check. They don't have it here in the southwest suburbs, check. They don't have it here in western Wisconsin, check. They don't have it in central Minnesota, check. They pretty much check all the boxes for a red and black league wherever you want to play, no matter what level you are, if you're interested in playing some puck in the offseason, check out redblackleagues.com. Longtime sponsor of the show. Uh, we go hand-in-hand hand really well with each other. We thank them for their sponsorship each week. With that, we will take it to our final segment with Harper Bentz as our guest. Well, thank you, Tony. We're joined here with junior forward from Moorhead. Used to saying senior. Yeah, he, is, <laughs> he plays like a senior, though. Harper. Is he our first ever junior guest? Yes. Mm, might be. Yes. Might be. Um, Harper Benz, the MVP from Hockey for Life. How's it going, Harper? It's going good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we need to explain why the MVP of the Hockey for Life is coming on a week after the Hockey for Life ended. Yes. Who wants to explain this? I'll try, and then we'll let uh, Harper kind of fill in some of the loose uh, holes here. Um, we got your number from Coach Ammerman, and you, I texted and called you multiple times, and you never got back. You ghosted us pretty much, or mm-hmm. we thought you ghosted mm-hmm. us, and uh, found out uh, later in the week, I think after Coach Ammerman heard the show and heard us uh, <laughs> giving you a hard time for not coming on the show or something. We didn't say your name specifically, but I think people could figure it out. And he sent me your number and apologized. And let's hear your version of it. How did you find oh, out you I ghosted was, us? I listened to the podcast and I kind of heard you guys talking about it. So I went to Ammerman and talked to him about And he said he shared the number with you. So I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. And then I get a whole message later in the week saying he gave you guys the wrong number. <laughs> you love it. I love it. I mean, when I was in college, I used to give my sister's number out because it was like <laughs> the same number as mine, but it ends with a three instead of a seven so I can rattle it off super quick. She got so many oh, calls yeah. from the Newman Center. Oh, oh. yeah. I was going to say, Ooh, it yeah. wasn't from girls, that's no, for sure. No. No. <laughs> Those were my numbers. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but, but gotcha. like, so... So, like, Larry and Pembina has gotten these texts to asking to be on a, a yes. podcast. Yeah. And, yes, you know. pretty much. Yeah. Is the whole state, Harper, is the whole state of North Dakota on the 701 channel or I prefix? I believe so. Okay, so it could be anywhere. It could be Minot, Rugby, you name it, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, probably. I mean, all North Dakota works on like five digits on their license plates. I'm pretty sure. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, well, good deal. Let's uh, get rolling. Who wants to step up to the plate first and ask Harper a question? Well, Harper, you are from North Dakota. We, we kind of just briefly talked about that right now, but you moved into Moorhead. When did you move into Moorhead? I moved about three years ago. First year, Adams. So what what precipitated the move? Uh, so my parents got, they opened a business and we were going to move to Fargo, but I decided to move to the Minnesota side of the border so I could play Minnesota high school hockey. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the differences between, you know, growing up in, in Bismarck and youth hockey there and then coming over to the Minnesota world. Well, it's just a whole different thing. Like obviously North Dakota hockey is not terrible, but it's nothing compared to Minnesota hockey and like, the state tournament Minnesota hockey like I grew up hearing about it and I've obviously never seen it because I was always going to the North Dakota one but last year I got the chance to play there and it was awesome yeah well, hopefully you make it this year and you can play in front of fans that would be a yeah, even a bigger yeah. thrill I would guess um you mentioned that you, the, the Minnesota hockey thing like you being a, an elite player you 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 had tastes of Minnesota hockey playing in in the Bantam Elite League you had tastes of it playing in in like the the, the combine and some triple A stuff but there's a big difference that that stuff's like summer elite kind of one off stuff but when you got to north when you got to Moorhead and you saw the 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 Cullen Hockey Center with three rinks and and the commitment they've made to hockey this is this is a pretty special place oh, yeah um what 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 really stood out for you about it uh you know like it's a great group of kids we got out here and coaching and everything it's just a great place to play um walk through the 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 possibilities or you know the differences uh from the amount of players in moorhead versus versus bismarck is it a lot or is it twice the amount or what what is the number? Uh, it's a good like? it's a good amount yeah it's yeah there's a lot more kids that take hockey serious here and want to play at the next level all right, we got some trivia for, for Harper. Sure, okay. So this is Moorhead coaching trivia, okay? Okay. All right. So name this coach who has earned in softball, okay, earned okay. American status three times, was named all-world three times, all national home run champion twice. Also garnered several more awards as well as being in the U.S. Softball Hall of Fame. This this man is on your coaching staff at Moorhead High School. As we speak? As, as we, we speak. speak. Oh, he doesn't know. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't know. I do not know. Um, Come on, you got to guess. Sam? Sam looks like a long baller, doesn't he? <laughs> I can see it. I know Kunk can play ball. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to go Kunk, guys. No, he played baseball. I don't know that's, much about anybody That's else. the right answer. Yeah. That's the right yeah. answer. Coach Tony You Kunk got up. it right. A little, a little coaching there. Well, you got it right. Well, that's well, for sure. Good for him for being humble about it. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah, back when I was all world three times. Softball. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Oh, I would have business cards saying Softball Hall, <laughs> Hall of, of Famer. Fame. Yeah. H-O-F. Yeah, you would, would come too. over to my place. There would be mugs all over the place. <laughs> I'd just be drinking out Coasters. of. Coasters. Coasters. <laughs> Do you need this platter? Let me <laughs> serve this to you. <laughs> Speaking of platters, let's put some stuff on the platter for you, Harper. Let's talk a little bit about your team this year. You've, you guys have a, a couple distinguished good wins and a couple bad losses. Uh, one in particular. Yep. You had the Buffalo loss followed by an Edina win. Which which is the real Moorhead team? Tell us about what, what that team looks like. I think it's I think we had a lot of ups and downs at the start of the season, but I think after that that uh tournament and those three big wins, I think hopefully it turned the season around for us. I think we kind of found our game and hopefully, you know, the season stays going on the right track. So who do you play on a line with? Do you play with Triggs? Triggs and Lindbergh. Okay, and that's that's the top line. And have you played with those guys quite a bit, or is this the first year you've been dialed in together? Uh, so me, Lindbergh, and Triggs played all high school league together. Elite league? Yep. Oh, that's like cheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without cheating. That's a really big advantage, don't you think? Yeah, oh, yeah. Getting 20-plus games together, that's fa- that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, tell me about each of you, the, the roles on the line one's a grinder, one's a speed. So I know Lindy's got some good speed and you guys all are, yep, yep. you know, tell me a little bit about the line and, and what, what makes the line special. Well, I think we all bring all sorts of stuff. I know Triggs, Triggs likes to work hard and he, he's not afraid to get in the corners and do the dirty work and Lindbergh, Lindbergh's a great playmaker and he can do, he can do pretty much it all. And I can, and all, I don't know. I, Come on, pump your tires. We will do it for you if you won't. We will. Yeah, I mean, I think we all bring kind of the same thing. We all like to work hard. We all like to put in the work, and it works out for us. Who who scored the game-winning goal against Benilde? Uh, that was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Think about it. You know, when you got that many game-winning goals in your life, you you know, you got to go dig it hard in that database. (laughs) <laughs> See, I told you we'd pump your tires. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the goaltender. There's a special bond between you and Kai Weigel. Uh, yep. You know, you, you guys, just, just tell us who, a little bit about Kai. Uh, so we grew up, obviously, he's my cousin. So we grew up playing pretty much every, so he's a year younger than me. So every other second year, when I was a second year player, he'd be a first year and we'd be on the same team. Then I moved to Moorhead. And me and him have always been like super close our whole life. So he wanted to make the move too. And he moved out here. I, uh, I, here's a quick story about your youth teams. Um, you, you guys, did you guys play Aussie Maple Grove in, in the Fargo squirt tournament? Uh, we probably did. Yeah. And a guy called me after the tournament. He says, they have this goaltender from Bismarck who is unbelievable. <laughs> and they got this kid with the red helmet who we couldn't stop. <laughs> And you know who those two are? It was you and your cousin. I didn't know you guys were cousins at the time, but you guys uh, sure made an impression on Minnesota hockey, even when you were playing in Bismarck. Yeah. Uh, what are some of those memories of playing in the in the uh, Fargo International where you got to see all types of teams from all over? Oh, it was awesome. Like, obviously, in North Dakota, you only play, like, you know, like you got the Grand Forkses and all them, the Fargos. They're always good. But, you know, you don't really see, like, the – the top end Minnesota teams very often when you're from North Dakota. So playing in those tournaments is kind of cool to see like what everybody else had to offer. Uh, what do you foresee uh, this next uh, six weeks? What will the Spuds be working on uh, the next six weeks for just 
is it going to be special teams uh, getting stronger? Um, like, what did you guys practice this week? What did, what did the coaching staff have plotted out for you guys to make it back to the X? I think we're just, we figured out that if we get pucks low and kind of go to work, we can, we were kind of, it's hard for these teams to stop us. So that's kind of what we've been working on. We've been working on doing things that have made us successful in the past and kind of keep working on that stuff. And hopefully, you know, it brings us back to the X. It's pretty easy to get pucks deep when you have four good lines, number one. And number two, with a decor like you guys have, you guys can take some chances uh, deep inside the zone because you know you have some help behind you. Yeah. Um, walk through some of those D guys. Is it, is it make it better, make you guys better when you in practice when you got to go against those guys? Well, yeah, we got a lot of good defense and we had – three that played high school elite league with us and the other ones they're all solid too it's always fun you know they always give us a challenge at practice and we all push on we all get better i know the elite leaguers is the one that's not is this searles is he a d or is he a four Searles is a D. Yep. he's the one he made i got two pictures of him making blocks is that kind of his forte is eating pucks oh yeah he's kind of took on that role and he he blocks shots like you wouldn't believe it it's crazy that's good. Always good to get kids like that who didn't play a lot of double-A hockey, and he's just grinded his way into the varsity and a, and a big role on your varsity. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good deal. Good deal. Okay. Well, let's do some pick-ems. Let's do some pick-ems. You want to stick around? I would love to. All right. Okay. Well, I got some games before pick-ems um, to go through. Not Kind of slim picking this week, right, Carl? It's a weak week. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, what my notes were prior to the season look a lot different in season. Um, why Zeta and Rogers will play in a rematch. I was going to say, didn't they play uh, just this week? Yeah. Last week. And Rogers last, won. Yeah. Um, Creighton Stillwater isn't as juicy as it could be. But, I, yeah, well, there's, there's the rankings curse, but otherwise, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. Ooh, uh-oh. <laughs> um. And then Benil Chaska is not as juicy as it was a couple of weeks ago, Correct. I don't think. I still think it's good, though, because it's one of the last big games that Benil's going to Yes. Yeah. And Chaska. And Chaska. So it's yeah. it's juicy in that respect. Um, Hermantown plays St. Cloud Cathedral on Friday, which is kind of funny because then they play War Road. Right. So <laughs> they have to avenge their last loss and maybe – lose to a yes. class that is so anyways yes. um hill marine matamidi on saturday in the second of the two and that's kind of it i'm not mentioning the hounds game carl that, that's that, that's fine <laughs> that's, you okay with that yeah can we do a st thomas game as a pick em though no we are doing one actually and minneapolis plays orono too. Yeah, kind it, of. It, That's interesting. It, it's interesting. It's Any interesting. time a section two a two a game is pretty much important at this point. It's at or no. the seating meeting for two a. Oh, that's cool. a bloodbath. <laughs> Be violent. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. All right. Let's do this. I run these picks, Harper. You're going to go last. We go by age. I'm the old guy. Yep. And then we kind of do a snake draft after that. So eventually, we get to be where you get to go first. Eventually. So first okay. game. I like this one because you played recently against both teams and defeated them. So I want to know which one maybe gave you a tougher challenge. 
Um, I think STA may be a little more challenged, but they're both close games with STA and Edina. STA and Edina, where is this one being played? At the friendly confines of St. Thomas. Really? Yeah. The icebox. Division one arena. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a it, D1 rink. That rink is cold. That's oh. all I can say. Graymar <laughs> was warm uh, yesterday. Sorry. It was. Compared yeah. to Thursday, it was brutal. Yeah, anyways, that was, was just brutal. a weird note. All right, so this one's at STA. I think STA is playing good hockey right now, and they're just – they got they got bitten by Moorhead. Other than that, they would have been a three and and0 team, and they yeah. had a big win over Monty. I'm going STA here. Anyone going to sucker and fall for Edina coming back? I, this is going to be interesting, Carl. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I think St. Thomas is definitely playing better hockey right now. All right, Danny, I you, you can't – Pick against your SCAs, yeah, it, can if you? If SCA beat Dardis, I think they can beat Klarkowski. Yes. That's, Ooh, wow. that's my wow. stance on that. Wow. Okay, Harper, you're up. You've played both these teams uh, down in Prior Lake. Uh, who do you got in this one, STA or I'm going to stick with you guys and stay STA. The Gooch. I think both teams are good, but Swap I think them. STA is a solid team. Yeah, I liked him. I, and like I, I would expect Max Nagel to be coming back soon, but it's still probably a while February. out. Yeah. I'd say it's still February. Well, I mean, we're close to middle of January, Tony. No, so. I talked to him at the okay. at Hockey for Life. Okay. And just he didn't we didn't like write down a date on the calendar. Hey, can you uh, mark this for me? <laughs> it wasn't like that, but can he I did. Can I send you an invite? But he I could just just, you know, gauging by his Talk, it sounds like it's going to be early February, kind of like hopefully by playoffs. Okay. You know, skating <laughs> by late January, playoffs. Sure. You know, he goes like kind of the fingers crossed by playoffs kind of thing. So. Okay. Sure. Um, so I wouldn't plan on anything in January yet. All right. Game number two, this is in Fergus. Game number two is yeah. in Fergus Little on Falls. Undefeated Little Falls will travel to Fergus Falls. Carl. Mm, you got to go Fergus Falls. You were so big oh, on these guys last week. So big on yeah. them. I'm going to stick with the Otters here. You are? Yeah. That's a good – that is a fans. dangerous pick, I think. It sure is. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I, I'll mm-hmm. go with Carl on this. I think really? it comes all, – all things come to an end, and I think wow. it finally does. Wow. Now, Harper, you don't know a lot about these teams, but Fergus is right down the road. Little Falls or Fergus Falls? I heard Little Falls undefeated, and I think they're going to stay. Yes. Yes, I agree with you on that one. Um, I'm going Little Falls. They're going to storm in there. They're going to beat them about 8-4. to It it needs to be a shootout for them to win. (laughs) They are a high-scoring squad. All right, game three, you've played Maple Grove, Harper. You get this pick second here. Maple Grove, Rogers, this game is played where? Maple Grove, Rogers is getting played at Rogers, so normal size. Normal ice. Um, Danny, who you got? Uh, Maple Grove. I, I, I think they bounce back this week. All right. Uh, Harper, who do you have? Maple Grove? I'm, I'm also going to take Maple Grove here. All right. They're going to go the talent route. I'm going to go team getting hot route. I'm going to go Rogers on that one. Mm-hmm. And you, Carl, who do you got? Uh, we're going to leave Tony all alone here. <laughs> they're going to go Old Simpson. school versus new school. 
Yeah. All right. All right. This is the one you get to go first on Harper. It's probably the biggest game. We were talking about this before the show that this might be the biggest game in the last few years that we've seen. Probably two or three years that we've seen. Kind of kind of the Lakeville South Maple Grove game last year, but it's in Class A. Warroad let's, and Hermantown. Let's talk about this before. Let's give Harper a little bit of background yeah. on this and everybody. So let's talk about how big this is. Carl. When was the last time that Hermantown lost? It was in January 2013. On the, on the day of this game, it will have been 3,291 days. Since Hermantown has lost to a Class A Class team a. In, in the regular, regular season. season. Okay. It's yes. a um, lot of days. Is Zam back? A lot of days. Yeah, he'll be back. Zam is back. Okay. So I this is huge. This is bigger than the cathedral matchups, I think. Way bigger. I, I, this rink is everybody in War Road's going to be there. Oh yeah, they have they have a bus. They have <laughs> bus buses. Yeah. Buses yeah. plural. Yeah, I I just don't. This game is huge. It is. I can't wait. And you get and to go it, first. It matters for state too because yeah, you know, it's a seeding game. The top seed isn't going to have to play Matabidi in the semifinals. Correct. To deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, and so you don't and have. World to... remembers what Monomia looks like from two years ago. Yeah. So does Hermantown. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I forgot about that. Yeah. So All right. Good. It's, it's very. This game is huge. All three of us will be there. Yep. Um. This is a for sure. When we're all three at a game, this is a huge game. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this before yeah. we get here on the show. We, order we will well. have talked about it. We will have yeah. talked about yes. it. Uh, okay, Harper, we've pumped it up. Who do you like in this one? And do you know many players on either of these teams from, from Elite League or just from AAA hockey? Oh, yeah, I know both teams very well, a lot of players in both teams. Um, who do you like in this one? I'm going to take Hermantown. Just going to stick with the old standby. I just don't know. I'm wearing, since I'm wearing a Hockey Town USA hat today, and uh, I love my Warroad folks, and I like my Hermantown folks, too. They're getting us all into the game and getting us press passes. So thank you. I got no real allegiance to, to either team on this one. It's just going to be a great story either way. It's going to be a fantastic hockey game. Okay. I'm going to go Warroad. Come on. I'm going to go Warroad. <laughs> oh, he did it. Okay. Carl. You said Zam's back? Yep. Yep. It's Hermantown. Hermantown wins on home Not ice. today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> All right. Who do you got? I, I want to be there when they lose. I don't think it's this game. Okay. So I'm the only fool. Yeah. Right. Again, we're going to leave you on just, an island. I just yeah, watched, that's a couple of them. I watched them against Rozo, and they just they got it. Yeah. They got, and here's the it, okay? Okay. And I know we might talk about this earlier in the show, but they have the goalie. And this Hammer Slam Slukinski is Hammer Slammer. Hammer Slukinski <laughs> is so good. Hammer Schlagen. He is so good and so steady. It's fun to watch. Fun to watch. And he could, he could steal this game. Yeah, it, it, it's a hard nope. rink to play in. It, it really is it's hard rink to do anything in. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Final game, Harper. Uh, you hanging on with us here? We're just boring <laughs> you to death. 
Um, <laughs> we got uh, East Grand Forks and Moorhead. Um, and this game is at the Sports Center, or is it at the? It uh, is at the Sports Center. At the Sports Center. Oof. I'm gonna gooch. I'm going gooch. I'm gooching you guys. Okay. I'm gonna go Moorhead. No chance. Moorhead loses to East Grand Forks. Carl. Spuddy. Oh, he's going spuddy. We're all picking the spuds here so far, Danny. Yeah, I'm. I'm not go going against this. I, I don't want to lose anymore. We never pick. Against, we pick always em. pick against the guests. <laughs> Today it can't be done. So no, how do you feel? How do you feel, Harper? That we're putting the the pressure on you to win. I feel. I, I feel like you can do it. I feel feel good. You feel good. You guys are you're going to pick the spuds too, or you're going to go off the uh, the book? And I am going to take the spuds. You're taking the spuds mm. too. What did you think when you moved to to Moorhead? Like everything was pretty cool, except maybe the nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! The nickname is in the spuds. Big Lebowski. Yeah, I know. I know. So, so you have to enjoy it's it. It's pretty cool. And yes. it's, when it's all said and done, it's a pretty cool nickname. It's a really cool nickname. What was the Bismarck High School? Were you Bismarck? Mustangs. What were you? Where it was Bismarck. So there's there's two high, high schools. schools out there. Yep. So I would have played for Legacy. They're the Sabers. They're the Sabers. Okay. What's the other ones? Yep. The Autos. Uh, the Patriots and then the Demons. Demons. Oh, uh, Demons is good. Demons. I like, that's, I like, a big, that's wrestling country out there in Bismarck, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, big time wrestling. Yeah. Big time Makes wrestling. Sense. All right. Well, better. Well, good deal. Um, we had a, a fun show here today. Thanks to our sponsor, the Red and Black Leagues. Thanks to you, Danny and Carl, uh, for helping put together a great show. And a huge shout-out to you, Harper, uh, for joining us today and, and making it an even better show. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Harper Bentz, junior forward from Moorhead. Moorhead.